What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne it is ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Stradamus, and you're in the desert storm bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy, the whole effing show, also known as the CEO Niggero of Fixes Binds LLC. I'm the unbinder, the undebatable, and the undisputed. Best entertainment here on YouTube. They call me Senor Gregorio Greybeard, Mr. Third Leg Greg, the man they know as Mr. Notra Bajo himself, the Morpheus of the Mating Matrix, the chocolatey Confucius, the Black Moses, the Deliverer, the man with more nicknames than anyone in the game, the best at this. And they call me the King Milk Dud. And I'm also known as CGA. See God Allah, and I be the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube. We are back. Back for another week after the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? And nigga? I didn't go to jail for beating the ninja ass. I didn't go to jail for failure to pay child support. So I'm back in here again. Appreciate y'all for being here, and do me a favor, hit the like button for the greatest entertainment here on YouTube. Today's topic, we're going to review Jeannie Mai getting ugly for a lack, I mean, literally, less than a three-year marriage, and she's already taken off the glove, trying to get the snowman's money. I got money. She literally filed and said, this ninja ain't giving up all his paperwork. Want the ninja to snell snitch on his ass. And of course, the apex predator vibes is 100%. We got a lot of celebrity divorce news just to give y'all an indication of what's going on out here for you lonely Mitch ass uh, sucker for love ninjas out here that want to roll the dice against the craziest game out here. And even your boy Tom Brady skedaddling back to Giselle Bunch and say it ain't so, Thomas Brady. Thomas Brady. You're going back to Giselle. Ninja, what are we doing? What are we doing out here? Shit is crazy. Ling Ling. Ling Ling out here finessing the snowman. Thomas Brady done with the junior college. Skedaddling back to old ass sloppy yogurt Giselle. All right. And now we also got a UFC fighter saying that he discovered that his wife was married. Oh, my goodness. This is just, what a, man, you ninjas out here catching straight. By the way, NBA, former NBA star Sebastian Telfair will drop by via uh, interview with DJ Vlad TV. <laughs> right, shout out to DJ Vlad TV. And he's going to reveal that the NBA divorce rate is 90%. And him got divorced, great the kingdom come himself. We got Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We got Doom and Gloom CGA. We got a whole bunch of ish out here, but you suck up for love ninjas and something else. Yes, Thomas Brady out here tuck ruling his, his ass back to Giselle, allegedly. Anyway, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign the notorious. 
CGA on the Cash App and Venmo. They haven't canceled me, but probably by next week I'll be canceled, I'm sure. Venmo is Coach Greg Adams TV and PayPal. Be paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live channel, the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on new, 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 new world the order. Notorious CGA channel. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. All right, and hit the like button for this edutainment. Let me check on the earlier contributors to today's show. All right, who do we got up? Who do we got up here? Albert Wesker says the Grown Man Business collaboration was full of gems. Shout out to Grown Man Business. I was on the stream. Ninja, I'll be out here on the stream. I was on the Grown Man Business channel. All right, a guy that I looked up to. All right, he's one of the original OGs out here trying to give you men a good indication of what's going on out here in this world. So check him out on, uh, you can check my community tab on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel or the Coach Greg Adams channel. You can check those links. And uh, yeah, you can get that collab uh, after today's show. Teron McAdams says, last time I checked, I was the man in these streets. That's the snowman. Free the snowman. Hey, uh, even the snowman out here catching L's in the family court system. I'm the exposer of the family court system. And they don't like it one bit, all right? They seek to punish me in every fine, every way they possibly can. But uh, they can't do the business. I don't I don't feel shame uh, for the family court system. They always need baby mama terrorists to keep their pockets full of cash, all right, after they get up the assets from the daddy. Shout out to the daddies out here. We're going to talk about daddy. you daddies in a minute. Dorico Jones says Detroit is smiling again. Put some respect on our name. Go Lions. Yes, and I will be covering the final four of the NFL after the day show on the CGA Got Game channel. That's why they call me the King of Kings. I'm everywhere and still ain't got no y'all. Still ain't got no y'all. But at 1 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, 4 o'clock Eastern, we will have me and Scotty P, one of the legendary uh, sports handicappers out here. We will be covering yesterday's and Saturday's football game. Shout out to the Cowardly Lions of Detroit who were looking strong. San Francisco's looking weak. It might be possible that the Cowardly Lions might be coming to Vegas to play in the Super Bowl. And with that damn renegade coach that they got, shit, they got a chance out here. Shout out to Be Real Mahogany says, Jeannie and Jeezy were my last hope in believing in love. Now I'm convinced love doesn't conquer all. But the people who actually believe in love, I saw a fantastic quote by some of the great, great logical thinkers and philosophers back in the day. And they were talking about how mentally draining it is and how sad it is for people to believe in love, the mythology of love. And I've been trying to get people to understand this to unlock your brain. The mythology of love actually is a handicap for many men. In fact, just think about your lives for you lonely sucker for love ass ninjas. And I don't want to take anything away. I do want to give you a sense of purpose and redirect yourself to be the king of all kings in your own mind. But the mythology of love has caused many, many people to become crippled mentally right spiritually and just be honest with you it don't even matter if you're rich or poor as a man ninja mythology of love is real ninja it's it's almost i hate to say it it doesn't exist all right it doesn't exist um especially in these modern times now i know there's a woman out here coach not me i'm ready to give someone to love 
And then I have to ask you, ma'am, how many times have you been in love? If it is in love, why do I feel? And, and, and um, ma'am, how many times you been in love? And how many times are you in love right now? You're Owen. You're Owen 25 in love. You struck out every cotton picking time. Like, what are you talking about? And they be up in here 30, 40, 50 years old. I can give a man the best love. Like, ma'am, you done struck out 50, 11 times. Like, you haven't done it once. It hasn't worked out one time. <laughs> You're right. It hasn't worked out one time. Ma'am, like, what are you selling me? Are you a snake oil salesman? The hell? You should be better at, you'd be better off selling used cars at this particular point. Talking about, talking about, I can give somebody, coach, you don't understand. Not all women. I'm like, ma'am, you're 30 plus years old and you have failed in love on every endeavor. Even the love you're in now ain't working. Mm. <laughs> all right. There's a lot of lovers in many places, specifically cemeteries and prisons. All right. Anyway. Why don't y'all move on with y'all lives anyway? All right, get something else to do. I think love is for broke people. <laughs> All right, love is definitely for broke people. Y'all ninjas can't even move on. Yeah, but if I find somebody to love, my, my life will be complete. And I never knew love like this before. Open my eyes, ninja. <laughs> All right, anyway, man, I'm over here winning. All right, now I got a lot of women that love me, Jesus. All right, um, I'm going to tell y'all, if you don't want women to love you, be out here losing after, like, age 25. They'll hate your guts. All right, anyway, <laughs> All right, they'll hate your guts. If you're a winner, they line the fuck up at the finish line. They be waiting on you like, there he is. <laughs> All right, there he is. All right, anyway, shout out to Aaron Guy says, if people decide to not procreate or start families, what do you think would happen? What would be your solution? Well, are you talking about in a Western society? Because uh, poor people be having babies like crazy. But uh, if people decided to not procreate, um, we, we'd be consumed by viruses and death. That's all what happened. But it's never going to happen. I mean, you know, I showed you the procreation chart. I showed you the, the population chart. All right, but here's the thing, you know, it's people saying if they decided not to procreate, we just we just fall out. But uh, let me just tell you something here. I don't want to bring this up because I'm not a guy that talks about Duke shooting and pooter intruders. But in the absence of women, sadly enough, ninjas will take each other. I mean, just anyway, I don't even want to talk about the shit because I that ain't never going to be a part of my show. Uh. <laughs> he said what will be my solution uh, I'm going to just let y'all know Ninjas will be touching on each other And women will be Lilling lit liquors It'll be over that fast Alright and that will be the last tribes Of this great societies It'll be a wrap but I ain't trying to solve shit But listen if you ain't never know how San Francisco Was ever started As a place where you got a lot of uh, Switching ass Sashaying and shantaying ass ninjas You, you want to know why the absence of women. Anyway. Mm. Hey, how does San Francisco, how does San Francisco become San Francisco, right? Everybody knows the reputation of San Francisco, right? How did it become San Francisco, right? Because listen, because a lot of people don't understand it. They're like, nah, coach, no way. Well, what happens in prison? What happens in prison? But 
San Francisco became San Francisco because there weren't that many women there. All right, people went to go for the gold rush, and it was a bunch of men panning for gold. They couldn't rush prostitutes in there. There wasn't enough prostitutes to get across the railroad, the transatlantic railroad, and ninjas was just sitting around looking at each other like, well, you'll do, ninja, please. Hey, man, I'm just telling you. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. San Francisco became San Francisco because of the gold rush. All right, the gold rush in the years post that. One enough women. <laughs> right. Shit happens really fast. All right, uh, anyway, it's crazy. I don't like to talk hey, about yo, no shit chill, like this, by the way. Hey, All right, shout out to our brother. A. A. Ron is in the building. Easy A. A. Ron, shout out to you. Cristo Emilio says, Las gorditas are wetter on Sunday. Ooh-wee. Give me. Give me. They got the wet wet. They got the wet wet. They do got that wet wet. <laughs> All right. Anyway, they got that wet wet. Now, whether I want to be caught dead outside with these motherfuckers, you can't catch me out here with no gordita. All right. Anyway. Uh, who do we got here? Mm-mm. I done clicked on the wrong button. That's what she said. <laughs> All right. This show is already off the rails. We got Lamont James says, when you are out here in power, you'll realize quickly that you'll go down a little in looks for femininity and nastiness in bed. He says you use them as a utility, not a trophy. And uh, yes, that was a conversation on the local stream. A lot of guys were talking about that. Yes, in in exchange for a feminine woman, you will go down in looks. You have to. Because women that aren't good looking, they have to have something and feminine, a feminine, decent looking woman or a feminine and mid looking woman, even a feminine, ugly woman is better than a nasty, attractive woman. That's for sure. Shout out to J.R. J. Rich says other RP podcasters are getting old, but you're the only RP creator who keeps it fresh and keeps us focusing on our future. Shout out to you. It's a hard job. Believe me, it's a hard job. But sometimes I do have to spread my wings and fly away. I actually have to spread my wings and make it even more exciting for me. And Wise L says, I had my first custody hearing coming up. If it goes to trial, I'm requesting that my baby mama's feet pictures in a, or you're requesting her feet pictures in a request for production. Shout out to you. Okay. All right. You want the feet pictures. You want to put them on the internet. Do you? You got it, man. You got it. All right, uh, anyway, let's get back into today's show. Uh, what are we going to start with? It's no day-to-day, so let's start with Doom and Gloom CGA. Let's go. All right, I think we got Doom and Gloom CGA back in here. All right, what are we going to start with? We're going to start with this guy right here, Assign All the Times. Would you live in a storage unit? By the way, when I was without house, I actually lived out of a storage unit. I didn't live in the storage unit, but I lived in my car and I would go back and forth between my storage unit and my gym and the car. And yes, I ran into people living in storage units back in the day. And it is an interesting sight to see how people get here. But this is a couple that, um, and yes, the woman followed him back down into the bottoms and he does live out of a storage unit and let's go ahead and um, let him explain how he lives. 
All right. There I live is. in the storage unit because it's cheap in comparison to an apartment. Living here is actually really comfortable. I get a lot of things that I need and want to get done here. I can exercise. Oh, exercising. Yeah. I can use the bathroom. Oh, man. I can play music anywhere in the unit. Oh, the humanity. It's climate controlled in here, so it's nice and warm. This unit is 24 hours, so I can come here anytime I want to stay mm. here as long as I need to. Mm. We can take naps if we need to and go to sleep. And there's his girlfriend right there. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, his, he got a girl, right? Ride or die. So Take this a look. Is our living space. Mm. And he got him a big old fat white girl too. That's not a shock. Very, very grateful to have this space. The next goal is to get an RV. The next goal after that, tiny home. And if we want to eat, I just cook right out front. Oh man. Yeah. Oh Lord. Oh. Or we'll just prepare something cold inside of the unit. Sandwiches. A lot of times we make salad. If we want to get power, we use our power bank. Okay, yeah, I mean... We you... also have power here so we can charge our power bank. There you go. Oh, there you go. Me and my baby will live here as long as we need. And she's still sleeping. <laughs> All right, this woman, she lazy, man. She tell her to go get a job. All right. Until we get the shelter that we want. Because we're living here, now we can save up more money to there get you what go. we really want. There you we're go. for the long haul. Thank you for the support. Thanks for watching. Yeah, man. Hey, listen, uh, shout out to them on this one. This is a sign of the times. It says, my son needs more of my time while he is young. Okay, shout out to him. He's trying to keep his family together. And uh, listen, it's a sign of the times. It definitely is a cheap uh, situation there. Uh, somebody said, is she alive? Oh, no. Maybe not. Maybe she is dead. Yeah. But um, just to let you know, um, I have seen people doing this, and you can get kicked out relatively fast. One of the advantages he did have was the fact that he um, said that it was a 24-hour facility, which means you can come and go 24 hours a day. Uh, some of these storage uh, communities do lock their gates specifically for their cars. So if you do park overnight, you would almost have to have a uh, parking spot outside of the gate. And sometimes you can't freely come and go. Also, also, sometimes people who run these storage units, their managers live on the property, on the premises. And so they do sweeps. How do I know this? Because I was without home, too. So they do sweeps to make sure people aren't doing exactly this. And uh, it's going to be hard because it's pretty quiet in there. So if you're making any noise, you're listening to any music, you're going to get popped. Um, and not only that, not only that, you don't have a ceiling on the top. So it's an open storage unit so that the noise will travel and you will be discovered on it. And lastly, if you are cooking anything in there, Ninja, you are going to set the whole building on fire for sure. And uh, also, there's not a lot of pest control in these areas. So if they're already, if you're bringing food in like that and making sandwiches inside, you're going to draw pests in there. And then you're going to make everybody's storage units fill up uh, with rats and rat, po you know, rat feces and stuff like that. So it's not the best thing to do. It is definitely going to be on a temporary solution. And if you save enough money and you have enough income coming in while you take this back step, then you can get out of there relatively quickly. So maybe a month, okay, maybe two months, but this is not something that you're probably going to get away with for a year or six months or something like that. You're going to get popped.
You're going to get popped really quickly. And then you're going to have to find a, somewhere else to live. And, of course, if he has child, too. Yeah, man. Hey, look. Look. But even he got his big old fat white girl with him. All right. She down for the cause until they're not down for the cause. So something's keeping them together. We don't know. Maybe he got that long pookie stroke. Okay. Okay. He got that long pookie stroke out here. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, the white girl's going down with the ninja. That's rare. <laughs> All right. Down the ship. She must ain't got no other options. Yeah. Two months tops. Two months top. 45 days tops is how you're going to get away with that. For anyone considering doing this 45 days is going to be tops, but I'm guaranteeing you got to make, you're not going to make two weeks. I've seen this before. All right. Anyway, uh, uh, doom and gloom CGA continues. We're going to go with this guy. Politician is going to reveal that, um, we're being monitored. What did I tell you? We're always being monitored and measured on these free sites. And I love when guys come on here and complain about YouTube and you're making money and YouTube's making money and they're charging for this. And I don't want to watch the ads. Well, what do I tell you? Social media ain't free. Okay. It ain't free. Meaning that if you're not paying, then you're the commodity they're selling you and they're piling up data left and right on you as a user. And they're selling this off for the future. Anybody ever seen the movie ex machina? Ex Machina, let me go ahead and pull up the poster here. And for you horny, nasty boys, this movie is essentially about a man who falls in love with a robot. Well, we're not that far off, okay? So uh, you horny bastard-ass ninjas, it's about a man that falls in love with a robot. But the robot was made by a tech genius, I guess in the light of Elon Musk. And what he did was he recruited this guy. He thought he won a random lottery but it actually was a targeted lottery in which he studied his his social media. He studied his internet activity for years, compiled the data, and made a robot that he would fall in love with. Mm. Right? But he thought he just won an opportunity to do some kind of, you know, some testing for some extreme AI. But the guy on the right, which is the guy in the beard, the bearded gentleman, was kind of this AI tech genius that lived out in the middle of nowhere and was making basically AI robots, most of them all female, and they had a wonderful lingling in there doing a dance. But anyway, my point is they're studying your movements and they're studying your internet history to predict who you are and what you'll do. And they said they have it down to a science. Listen to this. Platforms like Google and Facebook have vast quantities of data about each user. What can these companies predict about users based on that data. Described in my opening statement that this is about an increasing asymmetry of power is that without any of your data, I can predict increasing features about you using AI. Uh, there's a paper recently that with 80% accuracy, I can predict your same big five personality trait. I hate when they put this cotton picking music on the videos. Way to ruin the video. The music comes in way higher than the damn audio. This just chaps my hide as a content creator. I don't know why you do this. Jeez. All right, so essentially, you heard what he said here. I'm not even going to play the rest because I'm just going to get a copyright notification. And uh, you know what? Let me just go ahead and turn this off and read it to you. He says right here, we can get your, uh, your, your uh, top five quality traits. You, he can predict, predict your mouse movements, your click patterns, Based on your tweets alone, we can predict your political affiliation with 80% accuracy. Computers can calculate 
the probability of you being a homo. Wait a minute. I can't say that. A Duke shooter. You might not even know you're a Duke shooter. And we can predict that if you're going to be a Duke shooter, we can predict that 95% accuracy. If you will quit your job. Okay. IBM study says they can predict that you're pregnant. They can predict your micro expressions on your face, on your face better than a human being can. And you will realize that you can start deep faking things and generating new synthetic pieces of media. Okay, a new synthetic face and synthetic messages that is perfectly tuned to the characteristics and so forth and so on. Everybody gets it at this particular point. Everybody gets it. So, yes, you got a free app. However, they're using this data. And that is why it's not free. Okay, I know a lot of you guys are like, I don't care. Well, yeah, you'll be good and dead by the time that, but but they all have your information and data, and that's what they sell. That's how they make millions of dollars. Um, you know, them charging you, you know, $5 for a check mark is not going to make them billions. It will, but there's other things that they're doing to measure you. You're constantly being measured on a daily basis. Yep. They, they look at your prana. In fact, in the movie Ex Machina, he created the character based on his pornography usage. All right. And he created the character that would, he would fall in love with based on the type of people that he look up. And some of y'all ninjas would just have fat women on your all right anyway but they're looking this is how they're getting control and you voluntarily give this up by clicking through free so remember there's no free lunch you're the commodity out here and anything that you think is out here being offered to you for free just know that there's a price for freedom all right next on doom and gloom cga something that good old cga predicted and it's out here in plain sight san diego is beginning to have a huge increase and sex workers out here. In these streets. All right, here we go. By prostitution in plain sight. Different parts of Southeast San Diego have become so overrun with prostitution that businesses are literally packing up and residents are living in fear. Prostitution is so out in the open in parts of Southeast San Diego, such as parts of Barrio Logan, Shelltown, Southcrest, and International City. There is no other way to describe it other than to say sex is for sale. <laughs> I'm going to the streets. End of story. I told you that this was going to happen. Guys, you guys made fun of me in 2019. You guys made fun of me in 2020. I told you they'd be out here. I'm going to the streets. End of story. I told you they'd be out here like. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. <laughs> I am sexy. Rampant out here in these streets. I would never. In San Diego. Here's how one resident describes it. I can't tell you how many they are, but I can tell you either like three, four o'clock in the morning, sometimes five in the morning out there doing their, doing their, jumping on cars. When I sometimes when I work at night, I come by and they, they trying to jump on a car, and I'm like get away. I close my doors, lock my doors. Wait a minute, who are you? Nah, son. Nah, son, I'm looking at you wild. Look at, I'm looking at you, looking at you like this. Wait a minute. <laughs> Who are you? Hey, I don't th- hey, this just said, you know, at 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning on this corner on Monday through Wednesdays and on Thursdays around the corner and they charging this much 
and they got this little Latina chick. This ninja know too much information. How you know all that, ninja? How you know all that? Ninja know too much. This ninja like. <laughs> they jumped on my car and in my car, and then all of a sudden. It's barbecue in there. She was dropping her neck, and then uh, I was missing $50 in my wallet. All right, yeah, I don't know what happened. I didn't have lunch money that day on the job. Okay, yeah, yeah, Ninja, yeah. All right, come on. Tell us your story. And close my windows. The neighbors tell me that pimps play loud music all night long. They carry guns, and they have turned these areas into open-air sex markets. And it's also bringing in a dangerous element. Plagued by prostitution. What did I tell y'all? Y'all thought, y'all thought it wasn't going to happen. Y'all thought these hoes was winning. Coach, these hoes was winning. I was like, where? Well, I don't see it. Well, Ninja, go go to places like San Diego. I'm not telling you where. Los Angeles. All right. Los, Las Vegas. We got uh, Manhattan. We got Harry Hines in Dallas. Even your boy Jerry Jones allegedly was down on Harry Hines. He didn't crash his vehicle down there. Okay. But he was just doing some research on Harry Hines. Maybe he got lost. Okay, Harry Hines down there. You got them all out here in these streets. Miami, the entire city of Miami, it's out here. Did you end? It's coming to a town near you. All right, all right, here we go right here. That's Drago. I'm uh, sorry. That's Doom and Gloom CGA. All right, Doom and Gloom CGA, man. Thank you, man. Hitting that like button really, really helps me out. The more likes, the more viewers. All the best edutainment on here, here on YouTube. Let me get to some pay business. And then uh, get on with the show. Get on with the show. What do we got here? Did I get these brothers? One, two, three, four, and five. Shout out to our brother, Charles Brown. Says, Coach, you and grown man's business table was hilarious and truthful. As well, shout out to you. Thank you for watching that on a uh, Sunday night. Shout out to you. Okay. Kalen says, Kalen doubles up. What do you say, Kalen? What's up, coach? This is the second time. Again, this is the second time against the Chiefs that I personally felt sorry for Josh Allen. He needs to leave Buffalo because he's never going to win a Super Bowl there. And Buffalo Bills have come up empty yet again. Yet again. They're probably not going to win one. Yeah, they're probably not going to win one. Okay, and there was people crying in the stands, knowing so. Kayla says, the point of being in a relationship or a marriage, assuming you found the right one, is to keep it going, not just say that you've been in one. Women are taking the latter nowadays. Well, the starter husband. We have the first wives clubs and the starter husbands. So, yes, just because you did it doesn't mean it was successful and so forth and so on. Shout out to Nathaniel. Nathaniel. Shout out to Nathaniel says, uh, shout out to you and the coach gang. As you say, men are the true romantics. Tom Brady going for a second time proves once again what you said before. Men are in love and women are in business. And we always tell you, never go back to an ex. She's going to finish the job that she failed to complete when she had your ass down in that marriage and divorced the first time. Okay. Shout out to Jordan. Jordan says, good morning, coach. Freshman here under your teaching uh, he says, my mentor, C. Shaw, led me to you, and I've been taking your knowledge like gold. Question, do you feel a girl that grew up with brothers are less prone to lie? No. Mm. He says, versus a girl 
with a single mom or sister. Nothing weird, but I've noticed the female household has no fear of violence and will lie like there's no repercussions versus with brothers. Maybe they've been DDT before. <laughs> Just wanted to pick your brain on that coach. Shout out to Jordan. Hey, Jordan, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It don't matter if they, I mean, there's some things that, there's some things that they do if they grew up with brothers and not grew up with brothers. Yeah, there's some things that are different, but uh, I'm going to just let you know, women be lying. Women be lying. They're going to lie to save they hide. They're going to lie to get some free money. I'm just letting you know. Brothers, it don't matter if they got brothers. (laughs) Okay. I have, I have, I have several stepsisters. They be lying. All right. They likes to lie. Shout out to Faith says, you ain't lie. He says, you ain't got to lie, Craig. He says, coach, he means he locks his door after they're in the car. Indeed. (laughs) All right. I lock my doors and roll my windows up after they get inside and drop that neck. It's barbecue in there. Yeah. All right. This ninja. I see him all the time every day on my way to work. (laughs) Oh, man, that poor guy. Women be lying they ass off. It's what they do. And somebody mentioned it. Maybe that was you. They lie because there's no consequences of lying. Like, if you lie, ninja, they be like, well, we're going to put you in jail. All right, we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. We're going to cut you off from this. All right, we're going to shoot you in the head. We're going to uh, we're gonna sanction you. They always come up with some shit. You lying. Now, they be lying they ass off. There's no consequences of lying. In fact... Well, are there any ladies in the house? All right, close your ears. We're going to tell something about you. There's three things that women do when they talking. There's three things that women do when they talking. And they could be possible that they're doing all three at the same time. What three things do women do when they talking? Number one, number one, they talking about their hair. All right, this... There's a high likelihood that if she's talking, she's talking about her hair. All right, I'm going to color my hair. I had, a, I had a bad hair day. I don't know what to do with my hair. I'm thinking of cutting my hair. I'm thinking of let my hair grow. Girl, what you put in your hair? All right, that girl's culturally appropriating our hair. Like all day is hair, you know, because the hair is the woman's crown. It's very important. I'm thinking of dyeing my hair. I'm going to wear my hair in pigtails. All right, uh, ninjas that like girls in uh, pigtail hair dudes. They're perverts, right? Right? They're metaphiles. It's hair. The second thing they're going to do is be complaining. They're going to be complaining about something. Okay? So when you're talking to a woman, more likely or not, there's an 85% chance she's complaining about something. They cannot just sit there and not talk. Like, if, I, if you challenge them, all right, if when you talk, you start complaining, don't talk. So they're going to be complaining. Then the next thing they're going to be doing is either lying or gossiping. Lying. So the gossip, lie. And, it, and when we call it lying, I just want men to understand this 100% truth. When they're gossiping and lying, it doesn't mean that they're trying to really be uh, vicious. Although most of the time they be lying selling wolf tickets. Okay. They lying about something. I'm a single mom and I have to do it all by myself. They, they, that's a lie. That's a lie. Now, watch this. The lie could be as simple as, and I told that bitch that the next time she do X, Y, and Z, 
right? And so that's a lie, right? Because she didn't tell nobody nothing. She said nothing. Now, in her mind, she said it. What she wanted to say, she said it walking away, right? But she was like, and I said, I don't think she's going to lie, embellish, leave out, lie by omission, add details, make herself look good. Yeah, that's lying. That's lying. <laughs> so that's all they be doing like 98% of the time. <laughs> when they be talking. I figured it out. They ain't going to be doing And I said this and I told her next time I'm going to beat your ass. And they didn't say none of that. They lying. <laughs> Just to let you know, I got it down pat. Hey, man, we got so many people watching. Do me a favor. Take this opportunity to hit the like button. I'm giving y'all the best information, the best life-saving entertainment. The best education in here. All right. Hit that like button. Let's get to 1,000 likes real quick. Really quickly here. Shout out to Elijah says, I got a girl now, coach. Time to prove you wrong. Uh-oh. All right. He got a girl uh, he emptying his balls. All right. Shout out to you, Pauls. Shout out to Olay. Pop Pop says, my wife Friday show. For my wife Friday show, we needed that. Thanks, coach. Uh, we watched Friday's show together, and it helped a lot. Shout out to her, man, and, and, and thank, thank you for the women that watch me, and they're like, all right, I'm going to take CGA's advice, and I'm going to become a better woman. <laughs> right? They be watching my show, taking notes. They be like, so, they be like oh, <clears throat> I done dropped my prop over here. All right. Ladies be watching my show, touching themselves. I touch myself, and then the wife be like, mm, okay, all right. Because <laughs> she want to know what you know now. So she go, she going to say, damn. All right, CGA then told him all my manipulative skills. All right, she's like, I can't use this. I can't use that. I touch myself. Women be plotting, ladies. I'm a, and gentlemen, the reason why they lie, I do have to say this because it's going to sound like misogyny by just calling them liars. But the, way, the reason they lie is they got to survive. Right? They got to survive. And they got to look like a goddamn hero, right? They got to look like a hero. So they got to find a way to just make themselves get out of a situation that they put themselves in more likely than not. Like they left the house. Don't go over there. The big bad wolf is there. And there she went hop, hop, hopping over there. And then, oh my gosh, they got, so then they got to get out of there. All right, damn. I went over there. I was told not to go there. Here I am. Now they got a uh, thought and plot their way out of the scenario. So lying is a skill to get out of it. Then they got to lie to everybody else. And I was just minding my own business. And then I hop, hop, hop. And then the big bad wolf was here. So they got to lie about that. Then they got to lie about you victim blaming when they dumb ass was told. Then they got to make it a whole rescue scene to get out of there. They got to make a whole rescue scene. All right, I'm trapped over here. All right, she's sending messages to <laughs> remember the Andrew Tate situation. All right, the, uh, the Andrew Tate case hinges on a woman who flew herself, or maybe he bought a ticket to her. She's over there. She decides to stay. He said, you could go, but this is what time it is. She sticks around. This is all alleged. And then, then she wants to leave. The gate's wide open. She doesn't leave. But she's texting her mom, sending emails, developing this whole plot and plan, this whole scheme. They sending in helicopters, MacGyver flying in. 
Airwolf coming through, Michael Knight and Knight Rider, the two Dukes of Hazard coming through. All right, she's setting up an explosion over here with John Wick. She got the ninja from Mission Impossible coming in. Ninja, she got everybody where she could have walked out the door. <laughs> she could have walked smooth out the door. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. She had to have a helicopter fly through. Airwolf flew through, dropped the ladder. All right, she had to throw some dynamite over there. She had to climb up the air. <laughs> the news chopper was surveilling the scene. Ninja, walk out the fucking door. It's that easy. Nope, can't do it. <laughs> Optimus Primes drove through. Everybody from the MASS team, M-A-S-K, came through. The A-team, B-A Baracus. Expect <laughs> <laughs> the Gadget came through. Go, go, Gadget. And she could have walked right out the door. Even Alf came through. With his in his spaceship. Nope. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, look, let's continue with the show, man. This is a damn like, man, the door's right there. There's the gate wide open. There's a security guard. Bye-bye. Walk right out the door. Nope. Nope. Can't do it. So I got to have all these emails and you won't understand. And you got to send in the mission. G.I. Joe got to come through. <laughs> all right. Anyway, that's a lie. That's a lie. You about to cost everybody millions of dollars to do something that you could do walking out the door and learning the hard way. All right. <laughs> you just you Mario brothers. All right, man, look, let's get back to the show. All right. People are going to be happy. They're going to say I'm reprehensible. I know. Straggle and Snickle Theater. Let's go. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky, can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle with Snickle Theater, man. Hit that like button. We getting close. What do we got here? All right, we got a woman out here. Uh, she's okay. All right, I see what she's doing. Um, and people are so mad at this. Apparently, she has music, so we're just gonna play the video here. She's been featured on this channel before, but. Uh, she has Rick James playing in the background, and there she is right there. I can tell that's a big old fat woman. I mean, that's just a that's just a that's just a big white woman. Everybody knows she's gonna be. You should know she's gonna be ugly under this. This is too much smoky eye makeup, too much going on there, too much uh, face foundation, liquid foundation, too much hair. I mean, if you're shocked by this now, I don't know what to tell you, but you just might be a young man. Okay, here we go right here. Uh, there she is. Okay, she's taking off her wig. All right, there you go. That shouldn't be a surprise. Now we are at Ursula, but it's going to get worse, gentlemen. All right, it's going to get worse. Um. Okay, so she has a short, chopped-off hairdo, and there goes the Snuffleupagus eyelashes, Snuffleupagus eyelashes, and you can already see she's soggy in the middle here. All right, double chins and triple chins. Okay, there. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. Oh, the humanity. All right, she's wiping off eyebrows, too. Okay, um, oh my gosh, did she take out her teethis? And she got a tattoo on her face. There you go right there, Ninja. I like oh, I like big women, coach. There you go right there. Uh-huh. Oh, man, she didn't even got no teethis. And she got raptor claws on. Okay, yep, just like that, guys. It happens. Shit happens. All right. It happens to the best of us. And, yes, I don't know what to tell you. All right, I don't know what to tell you, guys. It shouldn't be. It sh- it should, it's not even rocket scientists. This is a straight-up predictor at this point. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you want to see this again, but well, 
it says right here, a lot of people are, um, they're defending this behavior. They're defending this behavior. And people are like, I can't. I love this. You are beautiful with or without. Everybody knows this is not true. Uh, love the responses. Good for you and God bless you. Okay. All right. People are telling you uh, and they're shaming. Oh, you shouldn't be shaming her. You shouldn't be shaming her. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Anyway, yo. Oh, the humanity. This is most of them at this particular point. All right. Let's see what's going on. Uh, we do have a young Pollyanna. She has something to say here. What does a young Pollyanna have to say? Gen Z, stand up. Uh, I'm sure I'm not the only person in the world who completely forgot about student loans. Um, I just checked and I owe like a lot of money and apparently I'm like late on my payments. What are you guys doing? Are you guys like paying your student loans back? Because like I'm, I'm a 26 year old baby girl. I'm a teenage girl. Teenage. How am I supposed to pay back student loans when I 26? don't even have a job? 26 is teenage. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. That's how people are selling their, paying their student loans off for their, yeah, all right. Uh, no, like I'm actually like really overwhelmed. Does anybody have any tips? Um, no, yeah, I'm, I'm really overwhelmed. I got a tip. It's barbecue in there. I got a tip for you. All right, and she right up my alley. Bring, bring your ass. I know you at your parents' house. Come on through. 26, you say? Wow. All right, I'll make an exception for you here. But uh, I do have a tip for you. It's barbecue in there. And I have a couple pieces of tip for you. If It's barbecue in there. Um, you know, girl next door look, I like. It's the innocent ones. Innocent ones. All right, uh, yeah, you're not paying your student loan debt. You're not the only one. But shout out to feminism. Yay, feminism. Putting us in debt. And you know who else who's putting us? Never mind. I'm not going to say it. All right. What do we got here? We got another video with music. So I'm going to have to read again. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, here it is right here. My boyfriend. And there you see a, a nice little lingling there. They're in a little cabbage patch, if you will. They're in a little grassy area, the grassy knoll. And it says right here, my boyfriend told me to wear a pretty flowy dress. And I got mad at him and said, quote, don't tell me how to dress. So I wore cargo pants instead, and this happened. All right, so you see her standing there right here. A rebellious woman. Remember, we talked about a submissive woman versus a rebellious woman. We did that Friday. The brother said his wife looked at it. So she chose to rebel. He wanted her to wear something special, and she said, you ain't my daddy. Okay. Get him, daddy. You don't own me. What do you think happened? Let's play the video here. All right, so she rebelled, and she said, I don't have to do shit that you told me to do. And so he set up a camera and, uh-oh. Oh. Wow. Oh, man. What happened? Yo, he missed his sign. He missed his sign. I thought maybe he was going to, never mind, I can't say it, but... Yeah, you see what's going to happen now. Now he's married a rebellious wife. Well, I think he owns you now. Well, he would have 100 years ago. He still went through it, got down on bended knee after she said I was being a bitch. That's what she said. I didn't say it. You bitch. You bitch. She said I was being a bitch. And I, she said, don't tell me how to dress. Mm. Damn. <laughs> the divorce is. Pl what do I tell you? The divorce is planned 
at the wedding. The divorce is planned before the wedding. Uh, they always got a foot out. And now she's, oh, no. And now forever, now you're a video looking like y'all Eskimo brothers or whatever the hell y'all looking like. You're looking like uh, androgynous. You're looking like uh, racially and sexually ambiguous. You're looking like a moron and a fool, all right? This is what he's going to play on the internet now on Facebook to his family. You looking like a, a skater. When he told your monkey ass to shave your legs, and the reason why she didn't do this is because she's too lazy to shave her legs. I'm going to tell you a secret about women, I know. Because she's too lazy to shave her legs, she didn't want to put on a dress, so she snapped back. She didn't say, you know, honey, I didn't shave my legs this morning, and I de definitely got a little bit of uh, hairy, hairy, creepy crawlies coming out my panties, right? All up at the top, you know, her stuff all coming out the panty like it's crawling out. It's trying to get out like it's a hairy spider. You know what I'm talking about. All right, so she didn't want to shave her legs. She didn't want to get ready. She was lazy. She was just sitting around doing nothing with her feet all up on his furniture, smelling like corn nuts. And guess what? She didn't want to shave her legs. So she said, no, nah, you can't tell me what to do. You can't tell me what to wear. Instead of being honest, instead of being honest, she took the lazy route. Now look at her. <laughs> right now look at her now she over here and this dude went in there hey, it happens to the best of us man and he didn't see the signs i saw the signs he missed the sign the lord was trying to tell him he has a rebellious woman that won't live that, that won't listen to him and he still proposed well you know not everybody can be saved but some dudes have to learn though somebody had to learn the hard way you know <laughs> Even Mario Brothers only gave you nine lives. I think it was nine. All right. And then you could jump on that turtle to get 99 lives. But that's neither here nor there. Next story right here. Uh, this one, Straggle West Nickel Theater presses on. This woman, according to one of these tweets, says, Girl maintenance is so expensive, it's not even enjoyable anymore. I be at my appointments with a straight face. Oh, okay. Interesting, uh, I tell you about girl maintenance. If you ever had a female that lived with you, a wife, a girlfriend, a daughter, a sister, a mother. You know, man, uh, being a woman is expensive. And she's saying, I used to do my self-care, and uh, but now I can't even enjoy it because they charging 150 for a mani-pedi, maybe 225 for some, uh, you know, some acrylics or some gels. And it takes about three hours, you know what I mean? For the total package facial, for the massage, you know, for the eyebrow waxing, yeah. Going to Sephora is not cheap. And they're like, how am I going to pay for this? I can't even enjoy it. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and... Boom, money just comes right out. Yeah, man. You know, looking fake costs a lot of money. You know I what I mean? Oh, wait. I didn't mean to do that. Looking fake costs a lot of money. You know, hair weave. They got to get their hair braided. It take 8 to 12 hours. They got to add all this animal Indian hair to their head. They can't enjoy this. They like, man, what's somebody? I need somebody to pay for this. How can I pay for this? Get him, daddy. They got to go see Mr. Mac. They got to go see Mr. Mac. But, of course, we all as men tell them, you don't need all of that stuff. And they're like, yes, we do. Because if I come out here, I can't get a high-value man. I can't get a high-value man. But they're the ones out here doing it. As a matter of fact, we do have a brother here that got a message from one of his girls. And it looks like, I believe it's a, let me see if I can get this right. 
Who sent him this message? Um, he didn't say. But we'll go ahead and highlight the message here. And uh, guys, uh, if you have actually $2 to rub together, you will find that these messages are very familiar. I think it was somebody he knows. It wasn't a sugar baby. It was maybe an ex-wife or an ex-girlfriend. I literally have no money at the electric bill. Well, okay, I think she meant and. I literally have no money and the electric bill was due yesterday. It is cold and I need to put the electric on. The electricity? I do not have any money at all. All right. Not a surprise. Uh, but she was drinking boba earlier today. I need to get food and also have money for transportation so I can move around and not just stay stuck at home. I need to find another job also. Wow. As you know, my rent is due in two weeks. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Man, can you please send me as much as you can afford to help me this morning? Yikes. Can you please send me some help uh, on my PayPal this morning? Thank you and God bless. All right. And they leave their name at the bottom, which I'm not. Uh Oh, I didn't mean to show it. All right. But uh, there you go right there. And uh, yeah, it just they always run a finesse game like this. But the reality is these women be out here broke. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got three dollars and eighty five cents in my purse. Not only that, they're broke. They're lazy. They ain't trying to get no job. They trying to strip, sell a little puss. Okay. They and and then let some dude run up in their guts, yeah, and have fun. That's their best case scenario, and uh, that's the reason men get up every day and work hard because we can't do that. <laughs> like we don't have that option, but she has that option as well. And yes, they be out here begging. They be out here help, and this ain't nothing new. But to, this economy is crushing them, crushing them. Now she did have money to buy her little sheen outfit. She did have money to buy a shop and go shopping and travel. She had enough money to do that shit. She had enough money for the liquor, the weed. She had enough money for that. So her priorities are out of whack, which I will tell you, most women's budget problems are their priorities are out of whack. So they have enough money to look good because why? Well, as long as they look good, then they can sell kitty cat. They can get a boyfriend. They can move in on a ninja. They can get a sugar daddy. They can sell some puss. They can go on the internet. They can sell some feet pictures. As long as they feet got the petty on it, they can sell some feet pictures. But sometimes it's slow. Sometimes it's slow. So, yes, this is why they do things like this. They will pay money to that and to go have fun. And then the next day, they sitting in the kitchen looking stupid, wondering how they going to pay rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Yeah, they be buying tattoos and all of this stuff. The reality is that the American woman has a budget problem, especially women under 30. That's what you have to watch for. All right. Did you guys know this? I want to show you this right here. It says men twice as likely to feel the financial burden in relationships. Reports on men's, men's mental health reveals, quote, I feel totally cold and emotionless. All right. So for the guys that what? Want to get relationships? Here's some information for you. Relationships cost. All men pay. And I know you guys think, well, she pays half. She pays 30%. Y'all out here fake perpetrating pimping. All right, man, you either do it all or nothing. All or nothing. Beat a man out here. But it says right here, men are twice as likely to feel financial burden in a relationship than women. A critical report on the pressure's Facing men, and this is in 2016, but I, the reason I pulled this up was to show you a video. 
while 31% of men feel like they should be responsible and more responsible than their partner for financial matters. Just 14% of women feel the same, and I'm sure this data is low. And take a look at this ninja out here. Ninja, you a trick, coach. All right, I get free love. Now, you get a free hobosexual. That's what you're getting. You're getting a woman leeching off of you highly likely. All right, and she finessing the shit out of you. In fact, you paying probably $1,000 to bang her every time you bang her. And the longer you're with her, the more expensive it is. Then you're going to be paying 1500 to bang her. And then, yes, just do the math. But men's biggest financial burden and men's bit, uh, biggest problems in life stems from interpersonal relationships. This is where your biggest problems are going to come from. Now, that doesn't mean to not get into them. You have to develop a strategy around it if you choose to participate. But what I find is guys are trying to talk themselves out of a strategy, and you're trying to convince me that, nah, it'll be okay. And then when we get to Jeannie Mai and Jeezy, I'm going to tell you, yeah, you didn't have a plan. Now, let me just tell you, women have a plan, and they have a very, very specific plan as to how to leech off of you. And they have a lot of areas where they can leech off of you. Now, they don't call it leeching, but I just that's what I call it. They have a plan to leech off of you. You, on the other hand, think you're in love. Men are in love. Women are in business. So the biggest financial burden, the person facing the biggest financial burden are men. It says, what's more, men are twice as likely to feel they, have mu uh, they must be emotionally strong and three times more likely to feel that they must take practical charge in a crisis than their female counterpart. So again, what they're saying is the burden is on the man. When you get into the relationship, the burden of tradition falls in the man. All right. Hey, shout out to Pearl Davis. Pearlie in the house. She says CGA is awesome. Appreciate you for being here. All right. Invading the show. Shout out to her for invading the show. Pearlie in here. All right. Did you mean to send this from the uh from, from your from your shadow account? All right, let me get in there. Did you mean to send that from your shadow account? Shout out to Pearl. And it had the check mark next to it. Remember that? Hey, remember that time Pearl pulled up on me? <laughs> All right, shout out to her. Remember that time Pearl pulled up on me? All right, I was talking about her. I had her on, on the thumbnail. All right, and other ninjas was talking to her, and Pearl pulled up. She said, I text you. Look at your phone. Let me on the stream. All right, now these other red pill guys, I can't respect you. Because y'all never pulled up on me. And you got my number. But I was talking about Pearl and she pulled up on me. She was like, let me on. You talking shit about me? Let me on. <laughs> now these other phony, fake-ass, alpha, red pill guys would never. Never. They would never. They would never. So I had to have respect and put respect where it was. Because I was like, oh, everybody talking about her. I was like, let me, let me put her on a thumbnail. She was like, ninja. <laughs> All right, any day. Anybody remember that? That was about a year ago. Oh, you talking shit? Put me on the stream. <laughs> All right, anyway, shout out to uh shout out to her on there. Um appreciate you for being here. Back to the show. Back to the show. Uh what are we doing here? So with that being said, all men pay. All men pay. Men twice as likely to feel a financial burden. With that being said, take a look at this video right here of a guy in a relationship with this girlfriend. They live in a shady apartment, but let's go.
and it happens just that fast. Take a look, gentlemen, just that. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Now, these numbers are greatly exaggerated, uh, but some of them may not be, but all men pay. So uh, 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 some things that men do. I'm going to tell you the nature of men because I tell you the nature of women. A lot of men want a relationship because you're, you're broke dating. You want us not broke date anymore. You see what I mean? So you're dating and you're like, dating's costing me a lot of money. I'll commit. I'll get in a relationship and then eventually I'll move in and I'll save money. And I'm like, you moron. I'm looking at you like this. Silence, you fool. That's not how you save money. You're going to spend more money in a relationship. You jackass. What are you? Silence, you fool. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? Ninja, if you want to save money, be alone. <laughs> Do not get with a woman because um, even when you think you're not paying, you're paying. Even, even when you're covering 66% of the expenses, it's still more expenses than what you would have paid if you would have stayed single. Not only that, the likelihood that you'll pay out, have to pay an exit fee, is going to increase the longer you stay. We're going to talk about that with Jeezy. This is undisputed rules. This is how it works. In fact, you're going to say, Coach, I get it for free because I'm getting her, I got her soul. Well, take a look at how fast shit adds up. Yeah, and so now you got to stay in the house right here. <laughs> you got wait, wrong sound effect. Yeah. All right. There it is right there. Um, so all men pay, guys. It's Women are not free. I always try to tell you this. And trust me, a lot of men that don't understand this, they've never been married. Like, they really never lived with a woman and all of this. I'm telling you, dude, I've lived with women. I've been married. I have siblings. I have sisters. I have daughters. They not free, bro. And they, it should never be free. It should never be considered something that you should get for free. You got to understand that it's going to be a cost no matter what. And people will ask, because we were talking about this on the local stream. Join us on Locals, CoachGregAdamsLocals.com. It's free, except if you're watching me. But um, we were talking about a guy, and the guy's name, his nickname is, um, um, it's not Thor, Zeus. It's a guy, Zeus, he's a millionaire. He's one of these social media influencers. He's showing his life. He's got the cars. He's a lawyer. And one of the things that we said in the video is that I think they said one of the Tate brothers alleged that some of the women that he messes with, he bought out the entire store of Christian Louboutin. Okay? The entire store of Christian Louboutin. Now, somebody asked, why did they do that? They were like, why would he have to pay for that? Why would he do that? Now, this is where I have to educate you guys. He's doing that to protect himself because he knows women aren't free. <laughs> okay, so even in the Girls Gone Wild situation where the guy had an ability to pay the women just $5, he refused and he got sued later on because he did not pay. So anybody that knows that you're associating with women, in order for them to not fall a false claim, in order for them to not come back later with the receipt, in order for them to not come back 30 years later, just pay up front. Just, that way, you don't have to deal with the back end. So then you can say, oh, no, I treated you. I gave you this. This was our agreement. This was our deal. 
This is called compensation. This is, this is how it works. That's aftercare that prevents them from coming back and a woman feeling like she got nothing from the deal. It is when they feel like they got nothing from the deal is when they come back every single time, okay? That's how it works. And the case against the girls going wild was that. You should have at least paid them $5. You would have prevented the bullshit. Because then you can say, oh, it looks like you got compensated for your time. But when you don't, and then years later, they start thinking up, you got nothing. So I'm going to just let y'all know, women are not free. They should always be consideration. Not You don't have to pay them money. Um, somebody even said this. I think it was a lead attorney. That if you have somebody sign a non-disclosure ad- uh, agreement, if you, he said, didn't work for Diddy, didn't work for Diddy. All right, uh, but Diddy, <laughs> Diddy, they were in a relationship. So watch this. If you, if you have somebody sign a non-disclosure agreement, most cases, you have to have something mutual beneficial in exchange for them to sign it. And indeed, the, you can't just have them sign a one-sided contract, which means they get nothing from the deal and you get all the protection. Meaning they get nothing from the deal, you get, you get all the protection. Same thing as a prenup. It has to be fair. It can't just be one-sided where she leaves with her shirt and you leave with everything. So sometimes, in fact, most times on a non-disclosure agreement, you have to pay a person or give them consideration in order for them to sign the deal. They must get something back in return. If they get nothing and they just sign and you get all of the advantage and they get none, then it is considered null and void. But a lot of guys, it, a lot of guys are trying to work around. You're trying to do this work around where you're chasing this dragon. Much of it is because you suck up for love ass ninjas. You're suck up for loves. And you're thinking that you, you're entitled to free stuff. You're entitled to free. It is what it is. It is what it is. He says it's too complicated. I'll stay monk. Anyway. Let's get back to the show. Is that the rest of it? Nope. I got how many more clips left? Wow. I got a lot. This is a long segment. Stragglin' Sniggle goes on. Apparently, the Elon Musk Tesla truck looks like it's struggling. There it is right there. The mighty, mighty Elon truck. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. It doesn't look like it's going well. All right. Yeah. Um, Yep. There it is right there. Anybody in the winter place will know. That that is definitely going to be the case, all right? And so I don't think that the Tesla truck is something. By the way, is that even considered a truck at this point? And by the, and also, that's a lot of weather. Yeah, no diesel, no no four-wheel drive, electric. Probably not going to get out of that. Probably not going to get out of that. So, yeah, be careful when you're jumping into these. <laughs> jumping into these new, new Fandango concepts that haven't been tested. Okay, we got this guy right here. How many more clips do I have? Okay, this is the last one. All right, this guy says, where's your wife? Where is your wife? Let's look at this right here. Yo, for anyone who's, uh, whose wife is taking a long lunch break, 
these people have been every single Tuesday. They've been here. And last time I saw her, she had a wedding ring on, and this oh, dude did not. Truck. So, if that's your wife, I'm sorry about it. But oh no. All right, and so there's somebody right here out here snitching on somebody's wife and somebody's wife. I think definitely has the BMW sedan there. It looks like a Beamer. Maybe it's not. It uh, looks like a BMW. Let me see. Yeah, that is a BMW. All right, uh, a badly made woman. All right, so here we go right here, BMW, and somebody got them a truck, and the dude probably has the truck. She has the uh, sedan, and guess what's happening? She getting them cheeks clapped. Uh-oh. <laughs> every day at lunch they pull up on the side this got to be florida or georgia and she getting her insides pushed to the her esophagus out here oh my goodness this is crazy not not your girlfriend he said she had a wedding ring on and the other dude did not oh my goodness these heathens and of course not my girl coach not my girl. My girl don't be out here, but sometimes they be out here, man. I'm going to the streets. End of story. All right. Yep. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I couldn't reach you. Somebody. Oh, yeah. That's definitely a guy right there. Yeah. He got out there. Wife getting cheeks clapped by Chad Light. Chad Jr. And you bought her a BMW. <laughs> you bought her a BMW. And you paying bills. Oh, not my girl, man. Hey, listen. Listen, coach. My girl don't cost. My girl don't cost, and you pay all this money right here to keep this woman. Uh, you keep this woman, and she out there getting her cheeks clapped at lunch, man. It happens to the worst of us and the best of us. <laughs> she out here in these streets. Damn. In these streets. You better get a DNA test. It's on all of your kids. That straggle and sniggle theater. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, all right. Thank you, man. Do me a favor, hit the like button. We teach you today. We teach you coming up next. Columbia, a warning from the United States, United States of America, that says y'all passport bros need to stop going to Columbia. In fact, several passport bros are leaving Columbia as we speak. CGA called this as well. And uh, a lot of people call me a passport bro hater, although in my book, I said, get your passport that I wrote in 2018. I said, get your passport, but I also said, y'all didn't just need to move in silence and violence. Take it from your highness that eventually they're going to adapt. Remember I said this and people call me all kind of haters. You know, a couple of passport bros made a video on me and it was like CGA hating. And I told you, I said, they're going to adapt. They're going to adapt, and we're going to hear how they've adapted. And ninjas is skedaddling out of Medellin as we speak. Yeah, they're going to adapt. Uh, Y'all can't be just going out there telling everybody you're coming. All right, uh, we got that coming up. Oh, what are we doing here? Shout out to Nate Bitt says when the Lions go to the Super Bowl. He said they should give Barry Sanders and Megatron a one-day roster contract. So when we win. They get a ring they deserve to get with the Lions, man. Hey, man, you getting too far ahead of yourself. <laughs> right. And listen, I, I'll give it to you. They in the NFC championship. But hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. You talking about winning the Super Bowl now? Okay. This is getting outrageous. The Lions fans, just take the trip to the NFC championship. I was alive when they went last time. I think they played the Redskins. 
Shout out to the Washington Redskins. I miss you. All right, shout out to DJ Berserk says, what book did you say the other day by those two Japanese men, Free Agent Lifestyle for Life? It is called the, the, hold on for a second. <laughs> the Courage to be Disliked. It is a lengthy book. Shout out to our brother Luis Alfredo says, sending some of my bail money to you to support CGA, the OG. Shout out to you. You didn't have to use it this weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Shout out to Ed Ray. Poppy says, have you read The Brave New World? Um, He says, unlike Orwell in 1984, the government suppressed people by their pleasures and rights are gladly taken away. Um, I do have the book. I haven't had a chance to read it, but yes. People will gladly be, I mean, we're, what, what was the movie? The movie um, Ready Player One. We're, we're already here, man. People are lazy animals. This is why we always tell you guys, stay in good shape. Even when you're picking partners. I know you want to fornicate with who you want to fornicate with. But um, if you're picking partners that, 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 that they're not healthy, this is going to lead you to sloth. This is going to lead you to gluttony. You don't want this behavior to rub off on you. Ninja, just fornicate with who you fornicate with, but stop mating with unhealthy people because these people are going to just lead you down into a slaughter. Shout out to Sam Saylor says, Doom and Gloom is the best. Thank you. Shout out to the Mighty Bull. If I were to guess your zodiac sign, it would be Aquarius. And he says, Wait a minute. <laughs> who are He says, you? let me know. He says, thanks, coach. No, it is Libra. Shout out to the Libra scales and all the Libras out here. And I don't know what the rest of the signs are too much. Crypto Keeper told the wife, I'm on the junior college and she couldn't agree because I had every, he says, I had everything both of leverage and a prenup as well. I can literally buy time with disposable cash. Shout out to you. Leverage and options is everything. You still need to protect yourself. And it looks like you got some insulations there, protection, prenup and that. Okay, but yes. And have your exit fee ready. Lord Cole says, cold. He says, coach, appreciation from South Africa. Shout out to my brothers in South Africa too. Chris Golight says, hey, coach, that guy you showed the video of living in the storage space until, or unit, sorry, he says he got evicted. And it's on a new break app. I just said by him making that video, he snitched on himself. Give him the buzzer. All right. So he's in it. He got evicted. Yeah. You know, we talk too much, don't we? Ninjas do talk. Ninjas always got to run their mother sucking lip. And so he made a whole video and snitched on himself and they kicked his ass out. And so he's on a new break app. I don't even know what a new break is, but anyway. But yeah, he made that video snitched on himself. Shout out to Floyd Holt. Said, are you a Detroit fan too? I know that's what you're going to say. He said, CGA, I had to create a new locals account. Could I get back into the grandfathered? You know what? Since I'm a longtime supporter, man, I don't know how that works. I would have to go in there and do a deep dive. I would have to go in there and do a deep dive to figure out how that worked. Cash app. William says, thanks for helping our young brothers in all races. Yes, indeed. It is a race for all mankind. The old racial structure is gone. Oh, I have a great video. Who wants to see a racist video? <laughs> Who wants to see a racist video? This video is going to trigger some people. Oh, it triggered the pro-blacks too. 
All right. Um, and it's something that I discussed. Who wants to see a racist video? Maybe tonight we'll show it. I'll show it tonight. But it's basically something that I talked about. What did I say? I said, I said that the new immigrants are essentially what the blacks were that migrated from the South into the West Coast and the Northeast and the Midwest. Didn't I just talk about that the other day? Well, somebody sent the video to me. And um, <laughs> it's basically upper elite blacks, like, you know, uh, blacks that were in Los Angeles prior to the 1960s. And their concern was the migration of blacks into areas like Watts, um, Watts in South Los Angeles in the 60s. And they're saying they're going to ruin, <laughs> they're going to ruin the social services. I was like, I was like, I told you. I told you, I was like, all this immigration is, is basically the new migration of um, what, what the Southern blacks migrating to the inner cities were um, in the late 50s and early 60s. I mean, it turned these cities upside down. And for about 25, 30 years, it was a great strain on the social services and turned most of these cities into, in, into uh, liberal shitholes. I've been telling you that for years. But there's a video now that I'm going to show you later on today to back this story up. And so the irony is 25, 40 years later, the people that are there, depending on the same social services, are now mad at the new immigrants, the immigrants coming across. And they're saying the same thing that they said exactly about you and your family 40 years ago. And so they're like, these uppity ninjas. And I'm like, hey, man. It's, they ta it's their money. It's their taxpayer money. By the way, we got 547 on the Notorious CGA channel. We got 2,000 on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We're back to our regular numbers. Looks like the people on the they switch channels. So we're back to our regular numbers. 2.5 viewing live. And that's, we're also on Twitter. We're also on Rumble. We're also on Twitch. We're also on Facebook. Ninja, we worldwide out here representing. Orlando. It's not Orlando, though. Maybe it is. Mr. Brown says, thanks for the great advice. Protect yourself, gentlemen. Men used to protect themselves when they went outside. Now y'all ninjas be out here lollygagging and skipping around, acting like, you know, ninjas walk outside with Johnson meat between their legs and no money. <laughs> All right. Y'all walk outside like, I don't need protection. I'm a man. All right, anyway. We got millions and millions of people watching. Shout out to everybody on the playback. Uh, let's see here. And Nathaniel said men are the true romantics. I believe to this day, and I've said this, it is men that they're not lonely, but men are the ones that are sh sh uh, shattered. Men are the ones that are shattered because they cannot get married. It's the men. Now, that doesn't mean you're lonely, but you're it's, men are mad more than women that they can't get married. They, this is the truth. And so now, not only can you not get married, you can't even get no Padusi. Kaylin says, Coach, I know you are adamant about the Ravens that they won't win the Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson, but he now is the only man left who can prevent everyone from seeing Taylor Swift's Super Bowl. I'm a little nervous on my prediction about Lamar Jackson. He's about to prove me a fool in short order. I mean, I can't be a perfect predictor. But I'm pulling for Kansas City this weekend. Mm. All right, to keep my Coach Tradamas track record going. Right now, my Coach Tradamas record is looking to get a chink right now. I mean, not a chink. Hold on for a second. I got to be careful. I'm an old guy. When I say chink, 
I mean like a chink in the armor. Like YouTube. I said a chink, like chink in the armor. Like not Michael R says, Coach, just heard you talk about the courage to be disliked. I think I was the first to recommend it to you. Did you read it? What do you think? I'm loving it right now. I'm the I'm 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 towards the middle to the end. So it is a great book. Great book. Thank you for suggesting it. All right. Thank you for suggesting it. And then we're almost done. Let me check over here. <laughs> he said, I'm paranoid. I am paranoid. YouTube be after me, man. YouTube is after me. And every time they take everything I say out of context, I said a chink like a chink in the armor. That's all. You got me. All right. <laughs> I got to be careful because I, you know, young people get triggered over everything. They're like, you're a racist. I'm in a chink in the armor, man. Just chill out on me, man. These Gen Z people, these Gen Z people, you know, they get triggered over anything. Let's talk about Columbia. A dating warning. Uh, the Passport Bros, did y'all put too much spotlight on Columbia? Let's take a look here. Uh, there's a, wait a minute. That's not it. I'm not ready to present. Here we go right here. U.S. urges Americans in Colombia to avoid dating apps after six deletions. Uh-oh, damn. Okay, here we go. Tonight, an urgent warning for Americans visiting Colombia after a string of deaths in tourist hotspots. The U.S. Embassy in Bogota urging travelers not to use dating apps in the country, writing in a security alert that criminals are using the sites to lure victims, with many U.S. citizens drugged, robbed, and even killed by their Colombian dates. Embassy officials confirming the deaths of at least eight Americans traveling in Medellin, possibly linked to the apps. All right, and so, you know, I know Passport Bros are like, that wasn't us. Ninja, y'all made like 50, 11 videos on Colombia. Let's just say that. Let's just call a spade a spade. Now, let me just say this. Colombia has always been considered like a drug cartel state. I mean, as far as I remember, it has always been there. Now, I'm going to be honest. I've never been there. But in comparison to cities in America, that was always the thing. Well, cities in America... Right? That was always the bite back. You're like, Columbia is dangerous. Well, cities in America, Atlanta, Shotlanta, Kilwaukee, Philadelphia, Los Angeles. Right? Yeah, they're just as unsafe as well. And people will take precautions. Like, if I show up to L.A., I'm not just going to go to downtown L.A. and swipe on Tinder. I'm probably going to not go to Roscoe and Chif Chicken and Waffles in Inglewood. So, yes, people will know to take precautions, but... Yes, ninjas be out here getting slayed out here. And uh, shout out to those four old ninjas out there Was that had that one, them four old pookies that had that one Colombian chick. Do you realize? Yeah, Chirac, do you guys realize you can lose your breath out there? They are not playing. Let's go ahead and play the video. What a word to describe. I just, I don't even know how, how I feel right now. A situation all too familiar for the family of 50-year-old Tu Zhang, an artist and activist from Minnesota who we first reported on last month. He had been traveling in Colombia in December when he called his brother out of the blue asking for money. This time he was like, hey, do you have a couple of thousand? I was like, mm, yeah, no problem. 
when he won it. He said, I want it now. I'm in this, in this bit of a situation here. I- By the way, I covered this story already, but they're giving us another level of it where they they basically had him call other people to extort him. Damn. Go. Oh, uh, yeah, I can do that. Zhang's family telling our Minneapolis affiliate soon after he stopped responding to their messages, he was found dead. Damn. A local prosecutor saying Zhang was kidnapped during a date and killed when he could not make the ransom payment and that his body was found covered in stab wounds. I was confused. I, I, to be honest with you, I don't know why, you know, what the motive is. There's what the motive is. You was a sitting duck. You was horny out here. I know what it was. I mean, this, what do you mean the motive? You were you were a outsider. Uh, Columbia hasn't done a good job. I wouldn't consider them doing a good job of protecting travelers. A lot of states, a lot of countries do a good job of protecting their travelers, meaning that they depend on the 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 people coming in. They depend on the tourists, so you're somewhat safe. Although, if you do something dumb, yeah, I mean, they can't protect you against that. Zhang had visited Colombia in the past, posting photos and videos to social media as recently as October with an unidentified woman. Uh, woman? I don't think so. Unidentified woman. Un- this says unidentified woman. Hold up. Oh, the humanity. I'm going to just tell you, that's not a woman. I can see that from here. But go on. My girl. The embassy's alert indicated officials do not believe all eight of the deaths are linked and said they've seen an increase in reports of incidents involving the use of online dating applications to lure victims, typically foreigners, for robbery by force or using sedatives to drug and rob individuals. And um, there was a guy in Colombia. I wonder if I can pull this up since I'm talking about the story. Um, There is a popular travel YouTuber that got allegedly spiked his drink he got his drink spiked live on a live stream so let me see if i can pull that up uh and yeah because in colombia the tour you're not protected really by uh the tourist industry over there cartel kind of runs it and that's how it's been for a long time let me see if i can find the story uh man let me see here i think it was in colombia drink spiked live let me see here yeah, here it is right here. He got roofied live. Live on live on the internet. Todos dicen cosas diferentes. Yes, and it was in Colombia. I showed this video before. I've showed this video before, but uh here we go right here. Uh you gotta be you gotta be watching yourself at all times. Fair use on this one. And, and there he is right there. He got two straggles. From Venezuela, more than likely, and he's in Cartagena. So we are talking about Medellin and Cartagena. You must make sure you're protecting yourself. Protect yourself. And so there she is right there. Um, one woman's distracting by talking. I'm gonna teach you the dance. I'm gonna teach you to bailar. And then the other one's pouring the drink. I'ma buy you a drink with me. I'm going to let you go with me. I'm going to drug you in the bank. Show you what you think. Okay. 
Teaching me how to dance. Regálame una sonrisa. Oh, mi amor. Mi amor. Mi amor. Shakira. And look, take a look here. So the one blonde curly hair woman is distracted. And look at the look at the straggle in the back. Look at the straggle in the back. She looking guilty right here. Look at her. Apex Predator style. There, so watch the girl in the back. She just picks up my cup. And now she's about to drop in something into my cup. Look right at that. There. Oh, See no. That? And she looked. And now she's about to look in there. Look yep. at this. It's in there. Look at that, Ninja. My goodness. All right. And so take a look here. I'm going to go back. Look at she looking guilty face all along. All right. Here we go. Tight lip. And watch this. The other woman leans in, distracts. He's on live. And uh, before she drops it in, take a look at the other woman. Look at her. You see this? He's too busy in his phone. Look, she knows she's making a move right there. That look. And she looked in there. All right, let me, let me. Okay, oh, damn, it's in the froth. All right, shit, he ain't going to be able to get it. Oh, man. And this is why I do. I tell you guys, listen, I tell you guys this. Women can be evil. So this idea that, okay, this woman's different. This woman's not evil. I would not go with this theory. My theory is women can do a lot of damage to men. And because we let our guard down naturally to women, that's how we get got. I have my guard up when I deal with women. And women, they be like, oh, you so hard. Put your guard down. Oh, hell no. Ninja, a woman can take you out. A woman can have your ass out here leaking. All right, here we go right here. Here we go right here. Uh, And here it is. I think he discovered. Oh, I think right here. Sorry. He discovered. I think the viewers tipped him off. Are you know, the neighborhood there is called Hetzemani. It's a nice little area. Here we are again. Let's look, check it out again. She picks up my cup and fair use right in there. Look at that. See. Definitely put something in my drink. Mm. It's looking. She like drink up, ninja. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, oh no. Oh, what? Damn. Ooh, the psych out. He psyched her out. Tip, cheers. He like drink up ninja already. Look, uh oh, oh, no, 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 no. Oh. She look how she looking in the drink. She like shit. He ain't even drink it. He ain't even drink it. You saying I've been roofied? Yep. You sure? I saw it. Serious. Dang. Really? So now they try to take him to the after party. Why don't you come over here now that you're gonna be drunk and poisoned? We're going to have music, kitty cat. All right, so let's see what happened to him. Baño, where's the baba? 
Wow, premiere of this. I go to the toilet. Let's do it. Not worth the risk. Goodbye, beer. Adios. This is a good stream. I'm going to pay the account and I'm going. All right, and so yeah, he almost lost his kidney. Uh, he was listening to his live stream. He was like, "Man, pour that beer out, bro." I was say, "Adios, chicas." He left. He out of there. Now he like, I'm Audi. Look how she looking. <laughs> He's like, "Uh, yeah, man, something came up, like my liver." She's like, "Oh, you want me to come back with you?" Nope. Uh-uh. Look how she looking. She like, damn, he ain't dead yet. <laughs> I'll come back with you. And she don't give a fuck. Uh-oh, he gone. He gone. Who knows if I got Rufi? That's the mystery. We will never know. Maybe maybe you guys got got it in a timestamp. That would be cool. And so he he's not aware. Now check this out. He's trying to leave, and guess what? He get up out of there, but he don't realize that the lookout boys was waiting on him. They, they waiting on him. Yep, come on back. Poison the dude. We waiting on him. We waiting for that kidney, that liver, that spleen. We waiting for that thousand thousand dollar. The lookout boys out here. Stick up, kids is out the tax. He said, I'm out of here, ninja. All right. It ain't no joke, man. Y'all ninjas think, and what, what's happening is guys are thinking that they're going to go take advantage of the situation. But the problem is they know you're coming because everybody's broadcasting. I'm coming down there. Is this going to happen to everyone? No. No, it's not going to happen to everybody. You can still probably go down there and have fun if you know what you're doing. But now they know you're coming. Often the reports coming from major Colombian cities like Medellin, Cartagena, and Bogota. Murders of foreign visitors went up by 29% in the latter part of 2023 compared to the previous year, according to the embassy. And most of the victims were U.S. citizens. It you know, we got to take a look at this. Let's take a look at this. So the U.S. embassy in Bogota said there's almost a 30% increase in murdered well, can I say that? Deleted foreigners. And uh, yes, a lot more men have been traveling over there in the last two years. Mainly due to passport bro content. Now, I'm not blaming them, but what I'm saying is a lot of men have discovered that that's a place to go over there to. And people have been saying it's dangerous. So in the year following the explosion of the passport bro movement, a negative is that there's been a lot more foreigner uh, foreigners deleted. And you guys got to watch yourself. The reason why is because you're telling, you're broadcasting, so they make the adjustment, and they're preparing for you, and they're planning and plotting so that when they see you uh, slipping, they see you doing things that normally people wouldn't do. There's people out here making videos. They're prepared for it. This is because... You're telling them that you're coming. That's what's happening. So they can prepare for it. Anytime you get an influx in tourism and a type of tourism, yeah, I mean, they're going to make an adjustment to it for sure.
according to the embassy, and most of the victims were U.S. citizens. It's a popular destination for Americans who are big contributors to Colombia's tourism industry, making up nearly 30% of foreign travelers in the first half of last year. But behind that beauty, tragedy and unanswered questions for families like Zhang's, a case where no arrests have been announced, according to that local prosecutor. Loved ones are left to mourn from thousands of miles away. He'll draw everybody in. That's the type of people he is. Okay. With that, Stephen Romo joins us. All right. A um, couple people answering questions. People are saying, yes, uh, you can't go there like it's Miami. Obviously, don't wear jewelry. You can't. don't even bring out your cell phone half the time. People are bringing cameras and vlogging. You're going to get stuck up. And someone said, just go to Europe. Why not go to Europe? Well, one of the appeals is that the Punani sheep are over here in Colombia. So this is what people are bragging about. I'll go over there. I get, I do a $50 holler, and I pay for four ninjas to get a train yang. Train yang. And in Europe, you're going to play full Euro prices, right? So you can't just go out there and take advantage of the Europeans like that, right? You're going to pay full price. You might as well just have stayed in America. So that's why people go there instead of going to Europe. And I went to Europe instead because Ninja, I wasn't trying to get robbed. Steven, so what, what kind of advice is, are, is the U.S. Embassy giving travelers? Because a lot of people travel to Colombia. Yeah, a lot of people do, that's for sure. The advice actually applies to pretty much anywhere that you're dating when you find people online. A lot of it is if you meet a stranger, go to a public place. We hear that time and time again. Also, tell friends and family your plans, where you're going, details about the person, and even what app you used. This one, though, is more crime-oriented. They say don't resist physically if you are being robbed. They say people who do that, they are more likely to be killed. And mm. also, importantly, in pretty much all situations, trust your instincts. If something feels off, just get away. But with all of these advisories and warnings out there, it might be a good idea just to put that phone down, stop swiping while you're visiting Colombia for a little Yeah, dating apps aren't it. The dating apps aren't it when I would go travel over there. Um, it's just very risky. And yes, um, even if you meet a girl, her boyfriend or her pimp, her boyfriend will bring her to you and you are more likely to, to deal with these things. So just be safe. I know there's another popular, I don't want to call him out because I don't want any beef here and everybody's going to make their excuses, but there's another popular guy in the passport bro movement on the black side that just left Colombia recently. I was doing my research this morning and he said I had to get up out of there. So I was like, the, the spot, hey, the pocket's hot. Colombia is hot. It's not the place to go. You know, be, you, you better be careful there unless you know how to move and know what to do and know how to get the girls to you. Really, right now, the spot is hot. And I would just venture to say, suggest to take it off your list. There's other places around the world, there's other places around the world. All right. So that's our. That's our topic there on Colombian dating warning. The U.S. Embassy says, Colombia, take it off your list. Even Mexico, even Mexico, I wouldn't go for no junior college girls in Mexico. I mean, it's really hot. I would just stay at the resort. Let's talk about this. Um, where are we at? 2000. Let's get to the, we're going to do the main event. We're going to come back to this other news. But let's talk about Jeezy and Jeannie Mai. For the people who want to stick around, you can stick around. I'll pup push the subject matter up just so you can see what's going on. Jeezy and Jeannie Mai. Mm-hmm. What happened? I reported on this last week, but now it is official in court paperworks that Jeezy is getting extorted by Jeannie Mai, and she is not playing games. 
So guys, let me just tell you, I already told you back in 2020 that this was going to be a flop. There's a lot going on there. Jeezy thought, my girl is different. But there she is looking like a tadpole. She does quite look like the tadpole. <laughs> she don't look like a tadpole to me in the face. She look like a tadpole. All right, but she got a banging little body. But this is what happens when you think love will conquer all. And it doesn't. Guys, you got to be on your P's and Q's. I don't care who you are. So Jeannie Mai is now demanding that Jeezy's prenup request be denied. He asked to have the prenup enforced. We knew this was coming, but now it's official. And she says that she was rushed into signing the prenup the night before the wedding. We knew this already, but let's take you into the details because now in official court docs and these lawyers are about to get paid out here. Yo, she knew what she was doing right away. And dumb ninjas, y'all, I mean, black men, you guys are really, really suckers for love because, you know, I know you have problems with B-dubs. Y'all be calling B-dubs. Yes, they're very problematic. But what happens is we go to see another solution, maybe dating outside of our race, outside of the country, and really is we're sucker for love. All right, even the toughest ninjas are sucker for love. She knew that signing that prenup before the wedding date, the day of the wedding, was going to make it null and void, invalid. It's going to be duress. Everybody knows this. We've talked about this to death. And he didn't know it. So somebody probably pulled him to the side and said, hey, she needs to do this. He might have even given it to her far in advance, and she sat on it. And then she said, okay, I'll go ahead and sign it. She already knew what was up. She's already been married, guys. Gotcha, bitch. When it comes to these issues, I find that men often think that it ain't going to happen to me, not my girl. You can't roll this way anymore. So she played you like a big old big mouth bass. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, and she bitch. got you. So let's go back to the details here and talk about it. And there's something else to add there. Jeannie Mai rushed the court, rushed the court, demanding that the judge deny Jeezy's request to enforce the prenuptial agreement that they signed the night before the wedding. Okay, so for people who want a prenup, this is going to be great advice for you, and then your lawyers are going to have to get you on this. We have a couple of red pill lawyers here, if you will, Manosphere-adjacent lawyers that are pushing prenups, but it's got to be done effectively. And documents obtained by RadarOnline.com, the real host, co-host, age 45. Yes, older women don't play games, right? Okay said she has legitimate concerns about the accuracy of her soon-to-be ex-husband's financial disclosures given the quick nature in which she was forced to sign. So there's two concerns here now because not only is she challenging the prenup, she's also saying he ain't giving us the right financial documents. Now, this is the worst part about it because he's not trying to give her access to funds that he doesn't think she should have, right? whatever the community property is or whatever the judge is going to use as discretion to distribute equally equally, or at their discretion. He's keeping documents off the table because he said, I have a prenup, so she ain't getting these monies anyway. And she said, uh-uh-uh, I need to see that book money. I need to see that book money. Yeah. You just sold a book. It was New York Times bestseller. That's some of my money too. And women be like, that's my money. That's my money. In her brain, that's her money. Now, when people say forced, because somebody said forced, yes, 
She was forced to sign it. Okay, she's, t- she's taking a Stalingrad stance. Hello, shout out to the Stalingrad stance. Hello, yes, Stalingrad stance defense does work. Although you're going to spend money, right? You're going to spend money. But in this case, she was forced. And I'm going to tell you why she was forced. I agree that if a person is planning to wed you and they invite their family, they, you guys reserve facilities, you guys reserve a church, the after party, the DJ, the photographer, right? Everybody's booked their flight. You have a floor full of hotel rooms, okay? Um, you have um, you have the efficient over the wedding. I'm, I'm kind of thinking of some things here. You have the dress, the tuxedo, the bridal family, the bridal party. Everybody's in place. And then you pull a prenup move. That is duress. That's force. That, that's holding them at gunpoint. You're basically making them and you're putting them in a no-win situation. Okay, you're putting them in a no-win situation because they're like, listen, if I say no, then I lose the entire wedding, right? I lose the deposits. We The family has to go back to wherever they need to go back to. Everybody's going to ask questions. You're embarrassing me. The wedding cake, the DJ, the dance, you know what I mean? We put together a video. Yes, it's the rest because if that happened to you, you would certainly be like, hey, you can't stick me up at gunpoint. Right when I'm about to take the stage, I'm about to take the stage and you're sticking me up. So it is duress. It is force. It is force. Legally, it's force. So um, you guys got to know that if you are looking to sign a prenup, uh, consult an attorney. I'm not a big promoter of prenups because of this reason right here. This reason right here. This is a challenge. And I always say a challenge prenup is going to make you... um spend money it's going to make you spend money some people think they're going to save money well let me say it like this because because my attorney guys are watching me let me say this most people use a prenup thinking that they're going to not spend any money right i got a prenup so i'm not going to spend any money and i'm saying not really a prenup just means you're going to get you can have it challenged once it's challenged you're going to spend legal fees to challenge it If your prenup is good, those legal fees are going to be worth the price. Because on the other hand, you're going to lose millions without the prenup. You see what I mean? So, yes, it's better to have one than to not. However, just because you have a prenup doesn't mean you're not going to spend legal fees. You're going to spend fees if they do challenge it. And here's the sad part about it. Here's the sad part about it. This marriage wasn't even longer than two or three years. This marriage wasn't even longer than two or three years, which is, to me, despicable of Jeannie Mai to do this. Now, I can't control what women do. I can only control what I can do. But to take this approach and be this bitter for a situation that she had the equal, uh, equal cause for the delusion of the mar- disillusion of the marriage and the delusion, for her to now run his pockets is a bitch move just to tell you right now gotcha bitch i keep warning you men you'll never know who you're married to until you divorce her when you divorce her you're gonna find out that you marrying her was the dumbest move you ever made right and punani and 
Punani is not free. So he can probably count on the, um, he can probably count how many times he paid for that pussy, <laughs> right? <laughs> Just to let you know right now. Getting back to it, getting back to it. So now she's going to make him disclose documents, documents that he probably didn't think he needed to disclose because he had a prenup. That prenup about to get tossed like a salad. That prenup about to get tossed. And this is a woman. Oh, let me show these videos for a second. Let me see here. Uh, you guys got to watch out. Let me show, let me show y'all something right here. Mm-hmm. Oh, here it is. Okay. Because I, I saw this video and I was like, oh, ninja. Uh, is this the one? No, oh, this not it. All right. I can't find the video. Oh, I found it. This is the one right here. So these videos, remember all this? Remember all this? It was all cool. It was all Gucci. All right, y'all was all in love. And now, you know what I mean? You was the ride or die. She was playing the part. She was playing her knee out in itself. And uh, y'all was, look, look. Oh, this is how it used to be. Come on, please have the video up. Here we go. All right, Tevin Campbell. See? Hey, man. Hey, listen. You're not going to see the signs, Ninja. You're not going to see the signs. You're going to be in love. Your ball's going to be empty. And you're going to have your girl. You're going to be singing. Not my girl, coach. Hey, man, women are the best actors of all time, bro. And they play the long game. You see this shit? And you're not going to see it because you're going to be the inside looking out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Look at my girl. She's singing with me and we all good. We all good. Yep. And this ninja got in love. Sucker for love ass ninja. <laughs> And you about to lose millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Couple goals, huh? Goals. Hey, man, it happens, bro. It happens. Trust me, it didn't happen to me. I didn't learn. And she's smiling and sniggling. And she's sucking them off in the car when the camera's off. And look at them. Yeah, Ninja. This is some expensive poon. This, look. And she out here showing teeth. She like... He's showing teeth. She's showing teeth. We happy. Look at this ninja. It happens. Look at this ninja. Just the sniggling. I'm in love. I'm in love with you. Love with you. I'm in love. (laughs) Hey, hey. He got all them teeth out. Look at all them damn teeth. Look at them veneers. Just straight. Hey, it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when, ninja. It's not a matter of, am I undefeated with this? I know y'all mad. I know y'all mad. I, I'm not picking sides. <laughs> All right, let's take you to the rest. Let's take you. My file, do- look at this woman. Look at that. Now the truth come out. Now she looking, now she looking like, ee, 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 ee. okay, my, fi- my filed the documents on Thursday. So when, if people say we already knew this news, nope, the documents are been just filed on Thursday. Begging the judge to deny Jeezy's motion or pause on deciding until her legal team can do their due diligence into the exchange spouse's finances. Brothers. So they're going to do a deep dive into his finances. How long were they married? Not even three years. 
Now, this is egregious to me. I think the marital system is severely flawed at this point. Uh, but, guys, the only way to fix it is to not get married. The only way to fix it is to not get married. Not this prenup bullshit. This is why I want to knock the prenup conversation right out the box. So now she's going to do a deep dive on his finances, the television personality. Oh, she got her own money. Does that matter now? It, it does. That's never mattered in the history of women that she had her own money. Same thing with Sierra and Russell. If they ever get divorced, she going to take this ninja to the cleaners. Because even though she has her own money, she wants some of your money. It's free money in her mind. And it's her money in her mind. It said that the prenup was his idea. And she was left scrambling to retain counsel for the negotiation process just days before the 2021 wedding. Given the compressed time frame, it was inherently challenging, if not impossible, for either party to engage in comprehensive due diligence. The result being an inability to fully comprehend, scrutinize, and verify the accuracy of the disclosed financial information and casting doubt on the agreement's integrity. So she said, I couldn't find a lawyer. Um, I didn't know what you were worth. If I knew what you were worth and I had time, I would have known what was a good deal and a bad deal. Remember when I told you, if you get somebody to sign a deal, it must be fair. You can't just throw a deal at them and then say, oh, you leave with your shirt. And you cannot have them without information. And sometimes you have to pay consideration. So in some cases, many cases, um, the consideration would be a bride price. It would be a, I always forget the word. It would be a, um, damn, I always forget the word when I think of it. But a consideration would be, I'm going to give you this in, in exchange for your signature, meaning that, uh, give me the word. I always forget the word. Begins with a D. Dowry. Dowry is the word. A dowry, a bride price. Okay, you get $100,000 if if the marriage doesn't work, there's $100,000 your way. There's, there's $50,000 your way. There's $200,000 your way. That right there is consideration. That's why people have used that in the past. Okay, if this doesn't work, the family gets this. The family gets that. You get this, you get that. But what you're trying to do on prenups is make the woman sign a bad deal. Now, you're thinking that I'm going to leave this bitch with nothing and then I'm going to get all the benefits of the marriage and if she pulls out, basically I can financially have leverage over her and she leaves with her shirt. Guys, that's not a prenup. If you think that's a prenup, please go get an attorney on a prenup. You're not going to leave the woman with nothing. So please understand that unless you give her consideration up front. Okay, somebody also, also saying, oh, somebody says she's lying. Of course. Guys, it, women lie in court, and so do men. But uh, that's why court doesn't even make any sense most of the time. Everybody's lying. Mai said due to the quick nature of the prenup negotiations, she has, quote, significant concerns about the adequacy and the thoroughness of the due diligence process. End quote. That, packed with her accusations that Jeezy did not provide all the necessary financial documents, makes her hesitant about the prenup's accuracy. Um, yeah, this is, this is a sad thing. So now she's going to now pull up. I'm sure they're going to pull back 
documents all the way from 2020 leading up to 2021. Now, this is bad because if Jeezy has done any suspicious activity, then this is going to be brought up. And this is another reason why you never want to have women bring you to court, especially if they know information about you. Right, they're gonna snitch, and this is a version of her snitching because what she's probably telling her lawyers is, you know, he got a crack, he got, he got, he's a dangerous guy. She's already used that. He has guns. They run drugs with the record label. Um, they hide money. They don't pay taxes. They got a cash operation. Uh, they shot Young Dolph. Uh, anything, and I'm not saying they did that, but I'm saying there was there, there, and so the divorce causes other things to leak out. If she knows information in which many times you dumb ninjas will tell your wife stuff. Okay. You'll tell her how the operation works. You tell her that maybe you have a, you're a slum Lord. I mean, I'm telling you, this is how you get another lawsuit. Also, what's going to come out is that if he has any business partners, they're going to have to, yeah. BMF affiliation. If you yeah, the first domino, you guys, you guys got it. This is the first domino of other things that come out. So if he has business partners and their, their funds are commingled, there could be something that the business partners have to reveal as well. So they might have to reveal some documents attached to their business. If they were doing something suspicious, then their business is going to get aired out too. Okay, so that's how fast it happens with one angry woman. One angry woman is all it takes to bring down a kingdom. And he thought, and he thought he had it safe. And right now the indicators are that she about to drag this shit. He probably wants to settle. But the problem is just like Diddy settled with Cassie. One of the reasons Diddy settled so fast was not just his own culpability in criminal activity or things it is other people, his companies, his business partners. They like, man, give this woman the money because we do not want to open up this can of worms. You're leaving me exposed. And now my wife's going to find out that I was at the freak offs. You see what's happening here? You see what's happening? So be careful with these things here. Let me see if I can read into this. Uh, all it takes is a marriage of less than two years or three years. And also, a love, and now you all fucked up like this. It says, according to my, the only documents her ex presented, quote, consistently, uh, consisted merely of a personal financial statement with approximate values and tax returns. So basically, he, he produced a profit and loss statement. No bank accounts. In the document, she stated, notably absent were the comprehensive supporting financial documents that would provide a transparent and detailed view of Mr. Jenkins' assets, liabilities, and overall financial standing. Hey. My bad. My bad. I pressed the wrong button. So I want all the documents, the business documents, the assets, the liabilities. Woo! Somebody says, I predict the RICO. Are they in Atlanta? Yeah, this is the shakedown. This is the shakedown. 
She went on to question Jeezy's financial transparency. In this case, the quick nature of the negotiation process, coupled with Miss, Mrs. Jenkins' legitimate concerns regarding the accuracy of Mr. Jenkins' financial disclosures, reinforces the need for caution and discovery. All right, so we need discovery. Now, when you go through discovery, all right, or anything like this, demand for productions, this is basically a shakedown at this particular point, all right? Um, this should be easy for Jeannie Mai to move on, but of course, she's 45. She's never getting married again. She's tainted. She bad blood. Only a simp will marry her at this particular point. So she donezo. She hit the wall, right? This is a, she's hit the wall. She doesn't have a greater option than this. And of course, she had her own money, right? Well, that doesn't matter. In a discovery and or a demand for production, what they're doing is they're preventing spending excessive legal costs on subpoenas. Okay, so it's going to make it difficult for a person like Jeannie Mai to subpoena documents from Young Jeezy because they just don't know where the, they just don't know where the documents are. I mean, this pretty much would be a blind search for them. They're looking for the treasure map. And how they get you in family court is they make you bring your own evidence. Now, unlike a criminal court or a civil trial, which would be a legitimate court, a criminal court or a civil court, they have to produce the evidence to convict you. Like, if they say you did something, they got to produce the body, the knife, the bloody glove, the second bloody glove, the Bruno Mollies, the DNA. They got to get the evidence. They got to bring the evidence to the court. And if they cannot bring the evidence and convince a jury, reasonable doubt exists, you're, you, you walk. You walk. In the family court, they just basically needle you and say you're not presenting all the evidence, which they don't even have evidence that you're not presenting all the evidence. So you're kind of screwed. So they say you're not giving us the evidence. And you say, what evidence? And they say the evidence. And you say, what evidence? All the head and evidence. What? Well, if she knows, she's going to say the houses over there in Memphis, the, the drug ring, the prostitution ring, the, the wedding ring, the suffering, the YouTube channel, the book money. The <laughs> so you bring your own evidence to your own execution. Why? Because marriage. <laughs> because marriage. So he presented evidence. They said this isn't enough. My question is, well, what is enough? Like, what, what are you looking for? And they're just like, well, we're looking for your book sales, Jeezy. What book sales? <laughs> like, what book sales? Okay, that book. Okay, book, like, what are you looking for? Who owns the book? Now, these are all things that in the criminal or civil court, they would have to, they would have to explain it. They would have to search the evidence. You, on the other hand, have to bring the evidence and even if the evidence doesn't make sense, they will say you're hiding evidence. <laughs> Just like, and, 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 and guys, this is all so she can get a check cut to her on a less than three-year marriage. Yeah, I should do the people's score. Sorry, yes. Right. So this is going to be, let me just tell you, this is going to be ugly. 
This is going to be ugly. And yes, the feds are going to be watching. If they were trying to bring a case against any of his label mates or any of his syndicate, if they were trying to bring a case, oftentimes the divorce brings the case. And so this is what's going to happen. She's looking to bury the guy. Let me just finish it. Granted, granting Mr. Jenkins' motion to enforce the prenuptial agreement without affording Ms. Jenkins the opportunity for comprehensive discovery would compromise the principles of fairness, transparency, and equitable proceedings that should guide such matters. Bruh. Women are insufferable. <laughs> I'm going to just let you know. They're not strong and independent. They're insufferable. They kind of get like this. As they say, there's hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. And when they're embarrassed or they're out for blood, nothing makes sense. You would believe that you could settle this case, right? But no, now we want fair and equal and transparency. Okay, now we want fairness. My thing is this. They weren't married that long. This is ridiculous. They weren't married that long for this to be this. This is a circus. The lawyers are going to make a big bag and the lawyers are the ones that are going to win. You know who's going to lose his daughter? You know who's going to lose Jeezy? You know who's going to really lose Jeannie Mai? She's going to blow this bag as well. And she's going to lose a lot um, trying to fight this case. But of course, at the end of it, she's trying to save face. This should be a settlement. It should be easy. She should move on with her life, take whatever she can take out of this short-term marriage. By, by legal definition, this is a short-term marriage. This is a short-term marriage. And in fact, she's not entitled to much alimony at all, most likely. But what she wants is that community property. And anything he earned during that marriage is going to be diced up. So there was a book released before I think he filed for the divorce, which if he says the date of separation is after that book release, yeah, you're fucked, right? Mm. Also, child support is not even talked about at this point and we know she's already trying to gatekeep uh he's claiming that she's gatekeeping and keeping more custody away from him as to un have an uneven playing field or uneven parenting time going into the custody agreement once the custody agreement is reached and she has significant custody time he about to get fucked over too on the child support this don't even include the child support this doesn't even include the child support oh by the way only three years marriage, but 17 years of child support is going to be on the line. 17 years of child support is going to be on the line. Gentlemen, is this a game? This is not a game, guys. I keep warning you and warning you and warning you. So the child is not even one years old. One años. It's not even un años. It's not even one years old. So we got this, this, what she's doing now is just a community property. This has nothing to do with child support. Now, when they do the child support calculation, this is going to be painful. This is going to be painful. And that's what she wants, brothers. This is going to be bad. Yeah. And, and if there's anything that is uncovered in these things that could contribute to um, that, that the guy's not safe. 
Uh, my ex is doing that to me currently with my 16 and a half year old son. She's saying he's a toxic man with his YouTube content. Therefore, he should not have custody of his son. Guys, I, I swear to God, I was just living with my son a year ago and my daughter. But because I moved, then she, that's what she's using. This is what women do. Women play that. That's their playbook. Anything they can do to win in order to secure some free money that they don't have to work for. If she finds something in this discovery that makes him seem unsafe in his associations, she could get full custody. And full custody means that that's more child support. <laughs> Yo, man, I'm telling you, man, the shit is bad. And they call men controlling and abusive. They call men controlling and insecure and bitter. So be careful out here, guys. Love is not a game. Love is not a game. It's, it's a very much a business when it comes to women. Okay? It's very much a business when it comes to women. And I find that it's the women that are controlling, narcissistic, abusive, and toxic in these situations. Because to me, this is unnecessary. It is completely, yeah, this is just bitterness and revenge. It is completely unnecessary. A two-year marriage, and we're here, okay? More celebrity marriage news cruising along here. Nicole Kidman believes that husband Keith Urban essentially saved her from a life of loneliness, so this is an indicator of a lot of what women don't understand as well, that you had no other option, okay? You had no other option, and he saved me. Yep. New, 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 new. Well, <laughs> that wasn't the sound effect. Now, everybody thinks, and, you know, today's women and some men believe that they have uh, options forever. You don't. I don't care how famous, how rich, how beautiful, how beautiful you were, or whatnot. You're, you don't have as many options as you believe. And so the dating marketplace today and older women on the dating marketplace believe that they're just going to have significant options. Really, you don't. Only one dummy is going to make that deal. And one dummy did, Keith Urban. And so she even now rec recognizes, I would have been, uh, been lonely for life. I, she probably recognizes qualities of herself. That would probably say, I'm not a good, I'm not a good mate. Like I'm miserable. I, I'm, I don't know. So I don't know what she's suggesting there. But that's kind of an example of what she's talking about right there. Yeah. She like, bruh, I, if he didn't marry me, I'd have been doomed out here. <laughs> All right. The wall is real. A lot of people are not understanding that. Next one is going to be this story right here. Uh, I'm going to talk about that one later. Uh, Will and Jada are trying not to panic. This is allegedly reported in the Best Life magazine. Will and Jada, Pika Smith, are trying not to panic about finances, an insider says. A new report claims that they are having money troubles after the Oscar slap. And despite them being separated, they're legally still married. They're now claiming that they're struggling financially. Who believes this? Well, it could be true. People don't understand how finances work and how people still, when they have millions of dollars, they leverage debt. 
Also, they invest in other things. I'm pretty sure you have money tied up in investments, especially related to movie projects and stuff like this. So, yes, if your income ends and you have loans and you have mortgages, these people have mortgages. I don't care how many millions you have. They, it's not wise for them to pay cash up front, even though you would think it would. It's not wise because people will still, you know, they can leverage the bank's money. So one moment, hey, man, get this off my damn screen. One moment can mess your stuff up, and they're trying not to panic. By the way, Jada did try to release a book, and the book flopped. So there goes that. It says, it says a, a published report that Smith and Pinkett wants to sell Westbrook to Candle Media. Let's find out what Westbrook is. Is that a, what is this? Okay, they have a media company called Westbrook. So they want to sell Westbrook to Candle Media, that they saw Candle Media's valuation of the company at $600 million as an insult, leading to the deal falling through. As a point of comparison, Candle Media bought Reese Weatherspoon's production company, Hello Sunshine, in 2021 for around $900 million. Well, that's what happens when you lose leverage. Okay, so that's what happens. So again, you can see where the money is tied up in this media company. But however... If people are walking away from them because of Will Smith's behavior, then you can see how the dominoes fall. So if you're trying to sell something and people know you're desperate to sell it, they can undervalue it. They're like, oh, he's trying to dump it and get some money out of it. And he might want $900 million and greater. He might want to see a return in his investment and try to put it at a, a $1.3 uh, bill. And they're going, nah, we'll give you half. If you're desperate, guess what? You're going to end up like this. So you're going to probably take an L on this and lose some money. Okay. And uh, this is all alleged. And they said Westbrook has struggled to land major deals with the streamers and other entertainment giants, forcing it to make steep cuts. That's kind of like getting demonetized. You get demonetized, you're going to have to, you know, change up your shit. And I've been demonetized. 10 times, Ninja, 10 times, the 10-time demonetized champion. All right, and um, let's see here. There they are right there. That book didn't sell and so forth and so on. According to this source, a spokesman for Westbrook rejected the premise of the piece and framing of several of the facts. Okay, I don't care about all this. I don't care about all this, but that's how, that's how quick it happens, guys. Other celebrity dating and marriage news. Allison Holker says she's open to dating after the demise of husband Stephen Twitch boss. All right, so there it is right there. People have made some videos saying that possibly she might have had some conspiratorial connection to his death. Everybody, people were saying the New World Order and uh, Pooter Intruders, the Illuminati. A lot of people have wondered about this death. I'm very curious as about how he died. But no charges are pending. A couple of family members thought it was questionable. And other family members came out in her defense. So I'll just say, I don't know what's going on. However, now that the money has changed hands and she sold her house recently, guess what? Got to open them cheeks. Time to open them cheeks, guys. Ninja, don't think, Ninja, you can't get replaced. 
Don't think you can't be out here getting replaced. What you think she going to do? Cry forever? How long will they mourn me? Nah, Ninja, they going to, I'm pretty sure Cheek's been already open for business, right? I'm pretty sure Cheek's already been open for business, but of course, even a painful demise or an alleged connection to the demise, alleged, will still leave your ass getting replaced. All right, hey, I will tell you guys, I will tell you guys, for every woman and for every man that has a girlfriend or a woman today, this is one thing I'm going to tell you. You're not the first or the last to beat them guts up. You're not the first or the last to beat them guts up. Okay? Even married men right now, you weren't the first and you will not be the last. <laughs> All right, anyway, rushing through this, Nikki Haley. Uh, we're almost at Tom Brady, Nikki Haley. Presidential candidate Nikki Haley. All the Republican candidates have basically circled the wagons around Nikki Haley. All dropping out, supporting Donald Trump. Nikki Haley left all in her lonely. Now the the people have leaked out an Oprah's secret that she was in an open relationship out here, getting her cheeks clapped. Nikki Haley's steamy affairs exposed in sworn witness te- testimony. Open secrets aired out. Okay. Uh, it says right here, there's a new report. Nikki Haley allegedly had affairs. Wait a minute. Where's the, where's the damn news story at? I want to tell the story. <laughs> I want to tell the story. Where's the story at? Okay, I got to go back. Hey, what happened to the hill? What happened to you guys, man? That That's a terrible. Hold up for a second. I got to pull up the story here. Nikki Haley uh, is now on her last leg. She's fighting for her life right now, trying to beat Donald Trump. Um, it ain't going to happen for her, but uh, people think that she's a mole. She's an insider for the Democrats. <laughs> Where's my affair rumor? Uh, they're calling it an old affair rumor. Gives MAGA new ammo. Oh, that's, guys, man, who wrote that headline? That's unbiased. Uh, Newsweek says unproven rumors from, from more than a decade ago of GOP presidential candidate Nikki Haley. Tell me she's not a Democratic operative at this point. Having multiple affairs have given support of former President Donald Trump's MAGA movement fuel for a new attack. Haley, a former South Carolina governor, governator, and ex-United Nations ambassador, is running against Trump in the 2024 presidential election. While Trump beat out his opponents in the Republican Iowa caucus by 51% vote, Haley is primed to be competitive in the New Hampshire vote. But what happened? Trump has been smearing Haley in several social media attacks, likening her to a Democratic opponent, Hillary Rodham Clinton. New, 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 new world order. What is the story? You're not getting to it. The rumors have never been proven, and no significant new information has emerged about the old accusation, but that hasn't stopped Trump supporters from spreading them again. Their attacks came as Haley has risen in the polls, with most and many analysts speculating she could defeat Trump. Nope in the New Hampshire primary, but it won't matter. Of course, the accusations were from 2010 when she was running first her first successful campaign. You see, this is a very biased article. And there's rumors resurfaced of her cheating on her husband last year when Laura Loomer, a right-wing, Af- a right, far-right activist and vocal Trump supporter, posted signed affidavits from two men detailing their alleged affairs with Haley on Twitter. Okay, right there, right there. All right, 
And it says right here, they were a military. Okay, uh, what are the allegations? The affair allegations gained more traction. See, see this? They didn't, they didn't hit it. Okay, there's two men. They went public with the allegations. And, they're, and it says right here, he says, uh, Will Folk said he was a communications consultant for Haley, and he clapped them cheeks between early 2007 and March 2008. And Larry Marchant Jr., and he worked as the then-lieutenant governor, or another then lieutenant governor, and he was clapping them cheeks in 2010. All right, right there. And she says, I've been 100% faithful to my husband throughout our 13-year marriage. This claim against me is categorically and totally false. Mm. All right, anyway, there's affidavits. You see all this stuff here. Um, guys, I think this is fair game. I know people are mad that she getting attacked on this level. Reality is she's a pol- she's a politician. She probably did it. She probably did it. But of course, last bit of celebrity marriage news, and I'll get to the super chats. Thomas Brady. Yes, that guy, Thomas Brady. Thomas Brady allegedly getting back with Giselle Bunchen. There's a rumor that they have gotten back together. Oh no. Now you know what happened. Thomas Brady got embarrassed. She tried to uh give him an ultimatum to quit football, then he retired. She was out there allegedly clapping her Taekwondo, Kung Fu, uh, Krav Maga teachers' uh, cheeks. She was out there in these streets trying to give up that Punani. He went back to football. They called him selfish. They blamed him for blowing up the family. She went back to the streets. He went to the junior college, and he had some fine flatback Supremes. And then she said, you know, I'm not adjusting to the divorce very well. Because Thomas is clapping young Punani. And guess what? She want him back. She want him back. Y'all ninjas, man, and Thomas Brady want him back. Come on, Thomas. Thomas, you fool. All right, Thomas. Silence, you fool. All right. It says Thomas has gotten his fair share of action on the back of retirement, having dated, dated Russian model. I can't never pronounce her name. All right, but it's, and he had a couple of other, flat, okay, it says right here, he had a couple of other flatbacks. All right, they have since ended things, and Brady is now rumored to have hooked back up with his ex-wife, Giselle Boonchin. Brady and Boonchin got together at the end of, tw- okay, we don't care about all that. They got two children together. The couple surprisingly divorced last year, and with this return from his first retirement, believe to have impacted their relationship to the point where Giselle could not continue Brady called it quits, presumably for good in February, but it appears it was too late, though some reports claim he made the decision to hang it up so he could repair his relationship. Okay, all right. Somebody says uh, right here, I've heard that Giselle and Tom are in a relationship again. Oh, man. Says right here, they're uh, suggesting that they could be looking to reconcile with Giselle on the back of the recent split between him and the recent girlfriend right here. We know Tom Brady's working with the Raiders, and uh, he's not going to get with that one girl, Irina. Sorry for putting Taylor Swift on your screen, but I can't help it. And him date, I'm going to tell you what happened. I'm going to tell you what happened. Both of these people went out there, and they got their fix. Tom got his meat fixed. He realized these hoes is crazy out here, and um, he had another piece of flatback Supreme, and he's like, I'll just go back to comfort. But what do I tell you? If this news is true, 
I always tell men, wait five years before making a decision like this. The marriage is already done. It's doomed. So why go back? Wait five years. Meaning he he was going to get in a relationship with that one model chick. And she was apex predatoring him. He figured it out. He was going to jump in both feet. But it wasn't. It was too early. Now he's running back to comfort. But it was already a destroyed relationship. What's the point now? Well, they got kids together. We already know it's not going to work out. They already pulled the trigger if you will, on the marriage already. It's not going to work out. And if they do, they're going in it for the wrong reasons. Wait five years. Go monk mode. Go chill. Go go do what you want to do. He has other interests. But a lot of guys go back to comfort. And he wants to be comfortable. Like, you know, I, I understand it. But Thomas, you're in Vegas. I know you're here, brother. I know you're watching me too because you said some things that gave me an indicator that the greatest one, Thomas Brady does watch CGA. I know you do. I know you do. With that being said, Thomas, call me up, man. I'll get you fixed up. I'll get you fixed up. I got some nice Juco. I got some Flatback Supremes. I got all that. I got some Ling Lings. I got something. Somebody to fix your meat. Pause. We got all that around here, brother, right here. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? All right, man. Don't never go back to your ex. All right, let me do some Super Chats, and then coming up next... We're going to get back to where we were. The NBA, Sebastian Telfair tells that 90% of basketball players get divorced. And then we're going to talk about a UFC star who dumped his fiance after discovering that she was already married. Ay, ay, ay. Man, what's going on with us men out here? We in bad shape. All right, what do we got here? Shout out to our brother, George S. M says, big up yourself, coach. My favorite African-American out here. Uh, look at my African-American yeah. over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Shout out to Game Changer says, notice these girls are not afraid on camera. They know law enforcement will not do anything about this. And he was talking about the Colombian women. Law enforcement in many of these places are part of the cartel, part of the crime syndicate. They don't have much power there. And you don't have any rights over there, gentlemen. So... Like, you know, you can come up missing and they don't care. FD33 says going overseas for sex is going overseas for sex only is so lame and pathetic. Shout out to you for that one. Some people will disagree. And I often said in my book, Free Agent Lifestyle, get your passport, but don't just travel for sex. Right. Um, You know, some of these places that are are good for that and cheap for that. The environment's shitty when you get there. I'm like, nah, I'm going to need something to do when I get there because I'm not just going to be banging all the time. Blue Baggins with the co-sponsorship. I'm red, All right. He says, bitch. He says, was not with Jeezy shooting in the gym, free agent lifestyle for life, but she about to get some money. Guys, Um, who thinks Jeannie Mai should be entitled to zero? Well, if you think that, you guys should be anti-marriage. But unfortunately, the way the marital laws work, it don't matter if she was in there shooting in the gym. This woman is probably going to get a, a, certainly a five-figure child support earnings and may be entitled to millions of dollars only putting in two years of marriage. Age of Machine says men living the fantasy of legalized retribution against ex-wives and need and such needs to be continually exposed 
He says, under the rubric, relationships are a no-go. Yep. I, I don't understand. That rubric just suggests that relationships are not favorable to men. But, again, somebody mentioned this earlier. Men are sucker for love. Shout out to our brother, Orlando, says, thanks, coach. Being around the world says, thanks for the lessons, coach. Protect your neck. The beta male police says, live at the DR Juco. Shout out to you. Acknowledge me. Maybe the DR will be better. OTM Ken says, all women change like weather. That's their nature. That's their nature. A lot of guys don't know these things, though. Women be changing their minds. They change their mind really easily. All right. And uh, they change their mind to the point where right when they about to get in trouble, they're going to change their mind. Well, I don't want to do that no more. They're going to change their mind. And then when they change their mind, every day somebody got to pay. We're going to call you Derek Dove says, so let me get this straight. The marriage contract is enforceable by law, but her vows to you which is a verbal agreement tied to said contract, is not enforceable by law. The game is rigged, and we can't win. No, we cannot. You can't win. Now, marriage, uh, by the way, do you guys know that the, uh, I think they call them the efficient or whoever is the person making your wedding official. That person has very little legal authority over your marriage and to the point where they have to only be certified by the state to oversee your marriage, but that is not who makes you married. Number one, you got to consummate the marriage after this official uh, determines that you meet the requirements of marriage. Then you have to consummate the marriage, meaning that if you never sleep with the woman, you never were married biblically, then, but you already slept with her before, you heathens. But then you got to consummate the marriage and the marriage license dictates that you are following the family law code. At that point, the family law, the state that you got your marriage license now is going to enforce the rules against you if you violate any of these laws. So, yeah. But those wedding vows at that point, it means nothing. (laughs) Wedding vows mean nothing. They're not a contract. And all of these, we should know this, right? For better or for worse, for richer or poorer, in sickness and in health. All right. Um, what do they call it? Forsaking all others. Mm. Shout out to Shot X. I skipped someone, but shout out to you, Coach. He says appreciate your content and the best of the game. Here's your flowers. As a Dominican brother, I just found out Africa has a Spanish-speaking country called the Equatorial Guinea. Shout out to the Conquistadors, CGA for life. I didn't know that at all either. My African is not very good. The only African I know is Dr. Umar Johnson. Yeah, it's that bad. (laughs) Just a joke. Zero Fallout says the only way to change the marital system is to bankrupt it. Only until the government feels the pressure will they make a move. And I think immigration is going to do some damage to it. We already know that the wedding industry is absolutely uh, destroyed right now. And uh, yeah. I would say the best way to do is to bankrupt it and boycott it. But y'all some weak-ass ninjas. All right, shout-out to uh, the Pittsburgh mogul is in the building. Shout-out to Brother Ricky. He says, keep this. He says, keeping this CPA a little less stress as I grind through 
tax season. Much support to you, CGA. And shout out to you, man, because I know you burning the midnight oil, getting those taxes done so they can, you know, your clients can, uh, your clients can stay out of, out of trouble. We got one more and then it's back on to the show. Shout out to our brother here. And I believe it's, is it Cesar? It is. <laughs> oh my goodness. Cesar says, not my girl coach. And if you don't know Cesar, all right, I think that's his name. We're going to call that your name right here. Mr. Quintaro here. Let me see. He said, not my girl. All right, let me see if I can pull his story up real quick because I just saw your chat. This guy, um, this guy, he just said, not my girl. Cesar is a gentleman. Let's pull up the news article whose son got kidnapped and taken to Ukraine by his baby mama. All right. Oh, they want me to pay for L.A. Times. Man, screw the L.A. Times. Hell, I ain't paying for your ish. All right. Cesar, this is our brother here in the struggle. Our brother here in the struggle. That's our brother right there. And there's his son. But his ex kidnapped his son, took him to Ukraine, and the war and the custody battle brews on as Ukraine is in a bad shape right there. There's the brother right there. And I think that's the wife. All right. Hey, you didn't put her up there. I did. Not my girl. Yeah. Yeah, we got to ring the bell on that. Sheesh. Kidnapped the boy, took him to Ukraine. Hopefully the young boy is protected right now by the blood of the lamb because it's bombs over Ukraine right now. And so he's watching this show. He and he says, not my girl. We always... We'll have to tell you, man. We always will tell you. It's tough out here, man. We all get God at some particular point. So prayers up to Cesar and his young son. And um, I'm sure the parental alienation. Yeah, I'm sure the parental alienation is bad. All right. I mean, because once you're separated from your child, then um, the woman sinks her deadly claws of alienation into your child. It's a wrap. You cannot do it. This is why people do co-parenting in 50-50 custody so that there is some sort of balance. However, we talked about this earlier. Women who lie don't get punished very well. They don't get punished aggressively, so they are not scared to do it. However, if there's any hint of you alienating your kid, they will try to throw you under the jail. So she can literally legally kidnap a kid, take him across country, Harbor the child as a fugitive. She, he's not the only one. Allegedly, tech lead, um, who is, who is um, very familiar with this space, had his kid taken from him in the United States and sent over somewhere in one of the Asian countries. But yeah, yeah, co-parenting is a clown show. It's a clown show because the entire time, most bitter baby mothers are sabotaging the co-parenting. That's all they're doing. It's a disgrace. But um, if you ever have to pay child support by a parental alienation, it might be the best babysitting fee you've ever paid. Mm. <laughs> All right. But uh, anyway, uh, but again, you lose your child here. These are, these are criminals and they should be thrown in jail. That woman should be thrown in jail, kidnapping a kid and taking it to Ukraine. But I'm sure you're unsafe as a father. Him not safe. I'll take the kid to Ukraine. What the fuck? Mm. <laughs> All right. All right, uh, wow. Shout out to Kayla says, people never get this, but marriage wasn't meant to end the divorce. If prenups can't save you, what can? 
either marriage or stay till death do you part or don't marry at all. You should join Twitter with your, you should join Twitter. <laughs> you should join Twitter. All right. And uh, get people going back and forth on your sayings here because it ain't gonna, it ain't happening. Mm. Ninja. We in a new world today. Let's get back to the show. New, 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 new world order. All right. Yeah. Marriage is a joke at this particular point, but there's reasons why there's reasons why reasons. Let's get back to the show right here. Investigate your wife. Investigate your wife or your potential wife. Let's show you this right here. All people have a past. All people have a past. Apparently, uh, MGTOW is freedom. Shout out to him. Dude, you know what? I lost my original account on Instagram. They deleted me. They canceled me. But I had a backup plan. And I forgot to follow this guy again. But he probably got, he probably got knocked out of the box several times as well. This is a photo of a woman uh, on Dan Bill's, Bill, I can never say his name, Dan Bilzerian's private plane as you guys can see right there there's that's dan bilzerian and there's a woman right there Ooh, and the white woman uniform there she is right there she got her furry boots her little ugg boots her her leggings and her little long sleeve sweater okay she she went and took uggs and lululemon out of business she probably bought it up there's the woman there somebody tagged her all right so it looks like she was on the team in these streets. However, uh-oh, what do we have here? Beta Brad. So let's just fall into some purposes called Dan Bilzerian Giga Chad, you know, because he got money. I know people will disagree. But yeah, Ninja, that's you. And that's you. And just to confirm, it's the same Instagram account. Let's go back and see. <laughs> Let's go back and see. Yep, that be the same person tagged out here. Oh, man, she out here in these streets. Where is it at right here? I'm going to the streets. End of story. Cheeks clap. Booty all in the picture. But at the end of the day, Ninja, some of y'all is just a cleanup man. And that's you. <laughs> if you can't secure the top tier ninja might as well get you a beta brand and that's you you got to investigate <laughs> you got to investigate and that's oh you. and he knocked her up uh-oh you better get D you better get dna tests on all them babies out here ninja what and that's you and he's showing teeth too he got them up he happy. He got the love of his life. Love with you. Love with you. I'm in love. Yeah. Scrap sexual. And that's you. It happens. And she blew up like the Goodyear blimp. I'm thinking she pregnant. I'm thinking she pregnant. He knocked her. And that's you. <laughs> I think he knocked her up. What do you think? I think some time has passed. I think some time has passed. And then you some sucker MCs out there. All right. In her 20s, hello. But in her 30s, uh-oh. And that's you. Yeah, in her 30s, Ninja. She need a beta brat. <laughs> she need a beta brat. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Hey, man, what? who got the best of the deal? Who got the best of the deal? All right, let's take you to this one right here. UFC fighter. Allegedly, there's a guy named Alex Pereira. He says, I dumped my fiance 
after discovering she was already married. Man, y'all ninjas out here getting finessed. Oh, sucker for love ass ninjas. And anybody that keep being mad at me for calling you sucker for love ass ninjas, I got this to say. Shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's hear this story. You guys got to be on your P's and Q's. The UFC champ has urged his fans to delete his ex-fiancés from their lives just like he had to after a horror discovery here. Okay, so there you go right there. Not my girl, coach. Does this a horror discovery? Okay, I'll be trying to read. Pereira, who reportedly split with his MMA content creator uh, last year, alleged that he cut her off and out of his life after finding out that she is married. (laughs) He is married. It says right here, it's a little hard to talk about this because for me, I already deleted this person from my life. Oh, okay. Says right here, he said on the latest installment of the Full Sin MMA podcast, I would also like to ask my fans to also delete her from your life. Oh. It was a person I believe I put her in my house together with my family. After all, I found out she was married. It says right here, this is allegedly Christine who hosts the podcast, Fightology, responded to Pereira's claims, which she found funny in the comments. LOL, hurt man inventing whatsoever. Okay, she wrote, adding a bunch of crying, lying, laughing emojis. All right, okay, all right. How can I be married and move to the States? Take it to his Instagram story. Pereira posted screenshots of alleged text messages between him and his ex. And it says, well, guys, Merle thinks she's able to manipulate you. It says right here, he wrote over the photo in Portuguese, according to Google Translate, I've been talking to her ex-husband for a few days. And today, I know what she's capable of. And she just had laughing emojis. This is a love conversation with two different people. And on the same day and at the same time, she attacked me thinking I was going to fight back. But I'm not crazy about doing that. I have videos of her attacking me since she said, wait, since she didn't get what she wanted, she trying to use my name. All right, okay, okay, okay. Wow. Okay. At the time of the breakup, Christine reportedly addressed false rumors in social media. Quote, it seems like all these comments and rumors are not stopping. So I think I, it's important to make a little statement. Sometimes in life, a relationship just doesn't work. And people decide to take two different ways. And I think it's somebody something everybody has to respect and it doesn't mean blah 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 okay she don't want any bad blood so she's saying i'm gonna be the bigger better person who do you think who do you think is the right person there you think it's the ex anytime an ex stays quiet i'll be the big person and not talk yeah and she was out here trying to level up level up level up level up level up level up It's all bad out here, brothers. All right, I think I have another video that I wanted to share, but I might have to play the audio only because it's Vlad TV. 
It's DJ Vlad. It's the police. Shout out to DJ Vlad. I know you watching too, Ninja. I know you watching too. All right, where's the video of the guy right here? Oh, I got to pull it up. So let me see if I can pull it up here. DJ Vlad. DJ Vlizad. Mm-hmm. Hold on for a second. My bad. DJ Vlad interviewed this guy right here, Sebastian Telfair. And Sebastian Telfair, uh, for the people who don't know, he came out basketball-wise around the same time as LeBron James, maybe a year here and there. Sebastian Telfair was supposed to be one of the next great point guards out of New York City. Stephon Marbury would be another one there. Kenny Anderson, uh, you know, the, the ilk of these people here. Name some of the other great New York City. Uh, uh, Mark Jackson. Uh, there's some other guys that I've been thinking about here that I can't think about. But Sebastian Telfair, he actually got into a divorce. He got into a divorce and he's not happy. So he's saying the NBA wives and pro athletes have gold digger wives. Okay, let me do this. I'm going to pull this up. I got to do the audio. Let me see here. Hold on for a second. Where's the audio? Give me one second. I don't hear nothing. Okay. Fuck that too. I got it right here. All right, so let's review this first and foremost. Uh, professional uh, athletes have one of the highest divorce rates according to this attorney's webpage. The divorce rate for professional athletes is approximately 70 and 80%. 70 and 80%. 70 and 80%. This rate is higher than the divorce rate for Americans, which is approximately 50%. The divorce rate for NFL players is also between 60 and 80%. It is also on par with the divorce rate of other professional sports leagues in North America. Athletes tend to get divorced far more often than others why is that? All right, and so they address some reasons why. Now, let's go back to Sebastian Telfair, who actually had some problems in his NBA career um, with uh, some gun issues, some financial issues, and of course, when he was down bad, shout out to God, Sham God too, when he was down bad, his wife divorced him. All right, so this is similar to Joe Smith. Recently, Damian Lillard, there's a lot of guys recently going through this. Now, this is what this is what the brother had to say, Sebastian Telfair. That same year you got married, right? Fuck that too. Mad young, you were 21? Facts. Way too young to get married. Way too young to be getting married. But was it With because all that bullshit going on? Is it because the NBA wants married players because there's a family audience and, and that type of thing? No, it's because dudes is dumb and no one's speaking up. No one advocates for athlete. They look at the athlete like, oh, y'all the ones with the money and no one advocates for the athlete. Athlete can't even say nothing. I'm like, what? That's bogus. Everyone don't got LeBron money. LeBron live in a different community than the rest of the players. Yeah. I'm saying half the, they said 178 players only make one to four million. Yes. Uh, so come on, bro. You know, you know, we could come up with three million, and make half, more than half the lead. Well, right. And you mentioned ninety uh, percent of players get divorced. When I got into the NBA and I was going to the meetings, they were saying seven out of ten players get divorced. Now it's nine out of ten players. Yeah. So if people want to know where's the wealth in the basketball, it's in the divorce. Right. The 
right. And so, yes, uh, my brother is very New York. All right. He got the Yankee fitted. And uh, yeah, he says, where's the wealth in the sport? Remember, Joe Smith got divorced and lost much of his money in the divorce. Ended up that his then second wife is on OnlyFans and stripping. And uh, Kevin Garnett, I mean, the list goes on and on. And they're going to name some people here who all have succumbed to this, meaning that people have pretty much no chance. Kevin Durant is a guy that just dodged all of these bullets, right? Because there's no sense in doing it. It's almost an automatic. And yes, I need to be at the rookie symposium to talk to these players. But even Telfair says it doesn't matter. They want these men to be in these situations. Now, I'm going to play the rest of the video. But you would say, why would they want them to be in this situation? Well, if you were going through a divorce, similarly to um, um, this, the legal situation of young Jeezy, you're easily controlled. Similar to Will Smith, where he's trying to sell his company and he's now trying to sell it at a profit. But they know what he's doing here. He's in trouble. They're going to undercut him and give him a bad deal. Well, you're more likely to control the athlete. You're more likely to make sure that the athlete rushes into the bad contract the next contract, right? The next contract going to be a bad one if you got to pay off your baby mama, if you got to pay off a divorce. So you're going to rush to the table and try to negotiate. When that child support hitting, you're going to want to take a deal quickly as opposed to stretching out into a long litigation or negotiation. So it favors these organizations to have these people tied in. And it's the same thing as you people who work corporate jobs and you get married for the looks of your corporate job. It ties you to the business longer. You're less likely to leave. Your kids go to school at the local school district, right? You got your commute. You got your wife. She's tied into the community and her hairdresser and shit like that. Well, you're more likely to stay. You're not going to bounce when we start mistreating you or we go through some sort of bullshit. And then your, your little raise is going to make you stay. We'll give you a little raise. We'll give you a little raise. And your wife's going to be like, we need a bigger raise. Well, keep on working. So in this situation here, it allows you to be more controlled when you're married. Not that it looks better for you in the company. It's just that you're more stable. You're more likely to stay put. More likely to stay put when you're married. And that's what he's trying to say right here. Wives, yeah, giving up the pension and all that stuff. I'm like, bro. Oh yeah, Lawrence Pippen, she got Scotty, uh, Scotty's pension. That was wild, bro. The NBA need to do something about that. And I actually um, was on the phone with them two weeks about this, about this issue, and they said they was trying to come up with something to protect the players because it's the players, though. It's the players. Like, like dudes got to understand that pretty girl that's on the side of you right now in that nice house. Her energy will shift. Not. He telling some stuff here, and this is just not NBA players. And I know you're going to say he bitter in divorce. I mean, he bitter in hurt. But she's going to change her mind. Her energy is going to shift. More likely than not, when you retire is when you're going to get hit. So Kevin, Kevin Garnett, I always say Kevin Durant. Kevin Garnett got divorced after he retired. Many athletes get divorced after they retire. Why? Because their income is going to start going down. She's going to see that he's going to be at the house more. And she's going to be like, why you ain't on the road fucking these hoes, right? Why you all up in my space? This is my house. And then he comes in. You need to do this. You need to do that. And she's like, oh, hell no. All right, give me my six-figure child support and alimony. I'm out of here. I ain't listening to this nigga. And so the players are very young men. 
with a lot of money, and that most of the time is going to be a dangerous decision. Let me let brother here, uh, Sebastian, tell fair, tell everybody the NBA needs to do something. It's the players. Like, like dudes got to understand that pretty girl that's on the side of you right now in that nice house, her energy will shift. Nine out of ten. Kevin Garnett got a divorce. Yeah. Like Shaq Michael, got a divorce. Shaq got a divorce. Michael Jordan got, got a, divorce. a divorce. So yeah. I want to tell, this is for all the players. I'll be the bad guy. I'll be the one. Like, well, shorty sitting next to us ain't it. Mm. Them basketball players, so everybody you see right now with them girls, them girls ain't it. Mm. Now you still got that one. So I don't want to discredit maybe Savannah the one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the other nine, y'all bogus. And I'm telling y'all, y'all bogus. Y'all bogus. Y'all all leaving. Y'all all stay the whole career because y'all don't want another chick sitting there. And then y'all bouncing. That's I, I, Oh, yeah. I interviewed Joe Smith. Joe right when his, right when his NBA career was over, divorce. She stayed while he had four side kids. Three or four side kids. Three or four side kids while she making stayed, that money. But and once, she stayed. once the, that last she, NBA check showed up. She's bogus. All of them bogus. Y'all all bogus. Y'all all leave. Y'all all leave. Y'all all leave right away. Soon you find out his rookie year when he went to Charlotte. He had, you know, what's the name and on with him. Bounce right there and I could respect it. Yeah. Well, that next year, you end up getting traded. All right. And so there it is right there. That's Sebastian's Telfair testimony and saying that 90% of NBA wives are gold diggers. Now, this is very apparent and obvious. Somebody said Kevin's, somebody was a friend of Kevin, Kevin Garnett's driver. He knew this was going to happen. And once you have it, you know it's going to happen. So I'm, I'm glad that Sebastian Telfair is a guy that's in the league that has the guts to talk about this. Most of them coward as former basketball players are so hell bent on keeping their sponsorships and keeping these network and these corporate companies name tattooed on their forehead and ass that they can't say this. The reason why Telfair can say this is he's not beholden to any of these companies. He lost all his deals. All right. He doesn't have any of these deals. He's not trying to be a color commentator and, 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 a, and a basically a joker on these NBA post-game television shows. So these guys aren't going to tell the truth. Although Kenny Anderson, I believe, not Kenny Anderson, Kenny the Jet Smith went through a very, very tough divorce, if I'm not mistaken as well. I think I reported on that. Even Shaq went through a divorce. Um, I think Charles Barkley is still married to his white wife. Shout out to him. Shout out to her. So, but you won't hear this. Eric Spolstra, his... His situation here, and that's not over because you know she coming back for that money. But this is kind of how it goes for a lot of people. And, you know, you guys are have to learn the hard way. You got to learn the hard way. This isn't just NBA. Uh, by the way, for the people who are saying, and I have to always say this. Number one, a lot of people will say, well, this little money that they lose, they can afford it. Number one, that's not true. They would choose to not pay it. And the indicator is that they're fighting the case. Anybody that says it's just a little bit of money, it don't matter, you're, you're not being thinking smartly because if that was the case, they wouldn't even fight. They wouldn't even fight it. They wouldn't even show up to court. They would just let the judge judge 
and they would be absent of the trial. They would not respond legally. They wouldn't even hire an attorney, and they would just say, whatever the hell, whatever the hell you want, it's only 10% of my income. But I find it's the opposite. They fight for custody. They fight the case. They have a lawyer. They negotiate. They settle. That doesn't mean that they got the money and they want to pay it, okay? So stop saying that as, an, as a reason because you think they got it that they will just go ahead and pay it. They can afford it. That's number one. They almost always fight the judgment. They fight the proceedings. That's number one. Number two, if you, if you say things like, well, you're not rich. You don't have to worry about shit like this. Well, that's dumb too because if you have less money, it obviously hurts a lot more. Number one, you're most likely not going to be able to find an attorney or hire one for these prolonged cases. It's going to cost 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 grand just for the attorney. Okay. Then you got the judgment. If you make less than 100K, this shit going to be painful. You are going to have to change your lifestyle overnight. Like change your life overnight on any one of these type of divorces or judgment. Some people are going to have to move into a car or a storage unit or back with their mother. On any judgment of significant um, payment, even as low as a $500 judgment, can cause you to have a catastrophe in a divorce, meaning that you're going to pay your attorney, portions of her attorney, and $500. This is going to be probably tying up in excess of $1,000, maybe $1,500 in income. Well, if I make $6,000 a month, and I subtract 15 on child support, attorney's fees, alimony. I'm down to, I'm down to 4,500 bucks. That is, yeah, now I'm eating top ramen. Mm. Top ramen. Overnight. So people just say, hey, it's a little $300 in child support. You forget attorney's fees. You forget uh, any other fees attached to these things. That's out of non-taxable gross income. Okay, so these things where you people say, well, they make a million, so they can afford it, number one, and you can, it, it ain't you, so you shouldn't worry about it. Guys, when you make less money, it's worse. You move it in. If you make $4,000 and they take 1000 of it, <laughs> right? Mm. He said, you eating pork and beans. Pre-tax gross income. And, oh, they get you on gross income. They get you on gross income, pre-tax. I don't know if you guys are not accountants, but that is fucked up. <laughs> All right, I'm going to tell you, you don't want that. Because they're just basically taking what the company pays you, not the tax income, not the income once your shit comes out, all of your FICA. They're just taking what you earn right off the top. They take the money. Then they, then they leave you with a net. <laughs> they leave you with a net income which is going to be significantly smaller after they take the pre-tax money out. Gross. Gross. It's on gross income. It is, dude, I'm telling you, this is an evil system. It's an evil system. It's on gross income, not net. <laughs> Jesus. Look at these guys out here. They they learning today. I'm telling you. Straight jacket. I am the hero you didn't need. Didn't wait. I'm the hero you think you didn't deserve out here. Gross income. 
not what you take home pay for the people who don't understand. Not your take home pay. It's the pay before they start taking shit out. <laughs> yeah, that's evil. That's that's evil. That's evil because now that's going to obviously change significantly what your income is. And it's it's tax free money to her. Mostly to her. It's tax free. It's not tax deductible. Yeah, it's a cold 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 ass system. Man, this is why we tell you all the things we tell you. You better be in in a situation today where you can afford a divorce. If you get married, you need to afford a divorce. Like you need to be able to have money socked away for a divorce, which is sad because they're going to use that money to divorce you. <laughs> so it's a loss. But guys that think that this is about love, you will find out the hard way that it is, it is not. It is an evil, evil system. All right. I got some things to advertise really quickly here. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. CGA got game on YouTube. We got the sports stream coming up at one o'clock. Evil system, guys. And you know who you need to bring it to you? You need a woman. That's all you need, brothers. All you need is a woman. And she will bring you right to the doorstep. By the way, right here, just so you can see uh, what's going on on my channel here. CGA got game. We were going to do the sports show live at 1 o'clock, which is in about an hour and 45 minutes. So join me over there, and we will wrap up the NFL. Wrap up the NFL. Let's see. We're going to go viral over there. I need to do more sports uh, documentaries. I did a sports documentary. Yo. I need to do some more sports documentary. All right, so hit that up over there. Hit the like button. Let me check on any contributions that I need to acknowledge. It's a little slow. It's a Monday. It's a Monday. Ladies, what y'all say about this? Oh, check this out. Do you guys know that all women know this before they move in with you? I don't, I don't want to tell their business, but all women know everything that I'm telling you before you marry them. All. They know it. This is not information that they don't have. This is not information they're learning about. Now, let's just say they don't know the information. Do you know that there's attorneys just waiting like this to be hired by a woman to tell her this information? You guys know this? Like, they're there. There's, and I'm talking about men, male attorneys. They're like, oh, okay, come on in. Let me tell you what you're entitled to. And they just start talking. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Meanwhile, you go to your attorney. You'd be like, man, oh, man, they trying to take my kids. Um, she didn't move the kids across another county. Uh, she didn't let me with the house, the car, the clothes, the shoes. Your attorney, I'm going to tell you a quick story because I got a little bit of time. Your attorney is going to be like, I think we can help you. You know what I need? I need a retainer. Retainer, you say? How much retainer you need? About five to ten thousand dollars. Strike jacket. Five to ten thousand dollars. Oh shit! I ain't got that. Can't help you. I'm gonna tell you a story. I actually had a situation. I was in mediation. Mediation didn't go right because she thought she was entitled to her money. Mediation broke down. She hired an attorney. 
The attorney then served me a modified divorce petition in which she was then the petitioner. It switched because we could not agree. And uh, what happened was this guy was hell-bent on taking 85% custody of my children at the time. My children were five and six. As a result, I had 30 days to respond. Now, most of you guys don't know this. Most of you guys will have a default judgment on you because you can't afford an attorney or you don't know how to have your own petition filed and you don't have the $500, this is California, to file the response. So you might be up shit's creek. So this is why you guys lose custody of your kids. This is why men lose custody. Even if you go in pro se, most of the time you're behind on the paperwork. If you go in pro se, they're going to serve your ass. Uh, they're going to serve you like crazy, which is going to be annoying, and it's going to be somewhat like you're being terrorized. So this is what I did. This is what I did. I got the petition. I literally sat on it for like 12, 13 days. Right? I sat on it. I was stunned. Okay? I didn't know what to do. And then I sat on it. I didn't even look at it. I kind of looked at it the first time. I had a nice piece of calico over while the process server came over. And I actually was standing outside waiting for this woman to come into my house. And the process server walked up ahead of her and served me. Mm. It was like, what well, did I get set up? Anyway, I was looking at the paperwork and it said she's trying to get 85% custody. So I'm like, oh shit, right? I was so scared at this packet that I just let it sit over there for two weeks. I let it sit over there for two weeks. I was like, I don't even want to look. So I finally said, you know what? I need to handle this. Luckily I did. Because I found out I had 30 days to respond. 30 days to respond. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I got to respond to this or I get a default judgment. So I said, all right, I'm going to go look for an attorney. So I asked a couple people, do you have an attorney? I had a friend. They were like, oh, yeah, I have an attorney for you. And they were like, he's a good attorney. And so they gave me the card. I set up a business. I set up an appointment. Called them up, set up an appointment with their paralegal or legal secretary. I go in, drive over there in my hoopty ass uh, Ford Explorer. And um, the attorney is a big old gruff guy, big old gruff white dude, like a grizzly bear. And he's like, come in. He says, sit down. I sit down. I hand him the packet. He looks at the packet. Oh, okay. He, he recognized the attorney right away. That's when I know. They're playing the game. He looks at the name. Oh, this is this person's represented by so-and-so. And they're looking through it, looking through it, looking through it. And he says, Well, what do you have? What do you want to know? He's like, What do you want to know? And I was like, They're trying to take my kids. They're trying to take my kids. You're gonna take them and move to another state, right? So I'm going crazy. I'm panicking. And I gotta respond in 30 days. I'm going crazy. He says, Yeah, I see that. And then he says, well, do you have $5,000? And I was like, $5,000? If I had $5,000, I wouldn't be in this situation. And he's like, well, my retainer, and remember, this is a free one-hour consultation. We're not even 15 minutes in. And he says, well, my, returning, my, my, my retainer is $5,000. Um, can you find it? And I said, no. And he said, Now, 
I proceeded to then start asking him more questions. And I was like, well, what am I going to do? And what, how can they take my kids and child support? How's that going to be? He was like, and I said, well, is there anything that you know? Is there anything that you know? How do I respond to this? What do I need to do? He was like, <laughs> gotcha, bitch. And I said, I guess it's time for me to go. And he stood up and walked me out the door. And walked me out the door. And I was like, oh shit. So I said, okay. I was like, they talking about five thousand dollars. I was like, okay. All right, should I kiss my kids goodbye? I was like, is that it? So I go to YouTube. On YouTube, there's videos on how to respond to a California petition. And so they go step by step on how to respond. YouTube. This is in 2013. 2013 roughly and they teach you how to respond to the petition and i was like oh shit the petition's online it's right there so i just followed them step by step and i filed a petition boom i have it served on her boom now let me just tell you what happens they don't think you're going to respond they don't think you're going to fight back they don't think you're going to hire an attorney so they put all of this bullshit in there to make you buckle and say, nah, it ain't worth it. And then she gets what she wants. So I responded by me just filling it out on the University of YouTube. And guess what happened? I served it on them and they were shocked. But it, it was game on then because he was like, okay, cool. We just going to extend it out. It took 18 months to finish this divorce. 18 months from there. So I eventually got another attorney rec a recommendation I filed the response. I had to come up with $500. I was scrounging. I was scrounging for $500. I was like, oh, man. I was like, if I didn't have the $500, I could not file the response, which it would have been a default judgment to her. So I had to come up with the $500. I had to file the response, type it up, print it out, serve it, hire a process server on myself, pro se, serve it on her, which means we had to be in a relatively close quarters where I could predict where she was going to be, which was a custodial exchange, serve it on her, and then now play the legal game, which cost me like $60,000 that I did not have. All right, that I did not have. So at that point, I found an attorney. Somebody recommended. It happened to be the woman that actually had was there when I got served the first time. She says, I know an attorney. They only charged me $1,500 for retainer. But they have, their bill eventually went up to $35,000. <laughs> right? Their bill actually went up to $35,000 with the initial $1,500 that I didn't have. I had it on the credit card. But their, their final bill was $35,000. Okay, so um, that, I, that I had no, 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 that I had to do payment plans for, for a while. I eventually got up from under that. But um, they eventually saw my paper. I went to his office. I went to his office after I filed a response. I showed him their petition. He did the same thing. Oh, he was like, oh, so-and-so's representing her. So-and-so's representing her. 
And um, and I was like, yeah. And then I was like panicking. What what, what are we going to do? The, the, the hearing's coming up uh, in a couple of days, in a couple of weeks. And he said, now that's just paper. Mm. <laughs> right. He said, that's just paper. He was like, whatever they're asking for in there is just paper, which he basically was saying, that's just all talk. All right. That's all talk. It means nothing. Only thing that means anything is what, what the judge decides. So now that they're going through this type of litigation, boom. So it took us to get eight months to get to the custody. And uh, we got to the custody. It, then I got 50-50 custody at that point. And my bill was through the sky, through the roof. But because they didn't want to settle on a child support, they wanted to fight the custody. So they then said I abandoned the kids. I was this and that terrible to try to get from under the 50-50 custody and get it back to 85%. So if it, uh, like I said, they wanted 85%. I got 50%. Then they were saying I would abandon the kids and the family and shit like this. It still stayed at 50%. Then they were still trying to get child support on 50-50 custody. And then they went another eight months, eight to nine to 10 months, to try to figure out my finances, demand for production. And it only ended up with $100 of alimony and $400 of child support. But the legal bill, I had to pay half of her legal bill and my legal bill, which amounted to, plus missed work time, which this amounted to 60 grand. 60 grand. So then I had a payment plan to her attorney, a payment plan to my attorney, uh, alimony a little bit, a little bit of child support. Mm. <laughs> I was like, bruh. And that money was a financial crumbling for me. Most men go divorced. I'm sorry. Most men go bankrupt on these cases. Most men go bankrupt on these cases can't 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 deal with it because you have all of these people now that are taking probably significant portion of your income right off the top her attorney my attorney child support so you can't you can't you can't be having like a thousand twelve hundred dollars coming out and then supporting your kids and living with them it's basically a collapse of your finances and they are fully aware of this system. They're fully aware that it makes you homeless. It makes your system collapse and, and so forth and so on. It is, they, they are fully aware that this is happening. Men take their own lives. You don't see women taking their lives over this. All right. They fight through it and, and, and do all of these stuff. It is the men that get their They take their lives because they're like, I can't deal with this. I can't deal with this. So anyway, <laughs> it's a big old, it's a big old, all because you were in love, guys. And let me tell you something. My story is minuscule to the amount of men. I've known men that lost $750,000. I know men that have been kicked out of their own house and they've never seen their kids again. Never seen their kids. All right. I was fortunate enough to be able to get, I got the better, I got a pretty clean deal. Although it just never went away. She just was never satisfied. So it was year. I, then she took me to court every year, every year, every year after that. Every year after that, even till today. So it's been 10 years since I've been divorced. I've been to court every year except for 2021. 
And that's multiple times, except for 2021. So 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. I appeared in 2020, January. Then COVID hit. Then I missed 2021, but I was back in 2022, 2023. And I'm going back again, 2024. And now what happened? My kids are now, my daughter's going to turn 18. So I've been to court every year except for one year. All because... And you're going, and, and, and this is her way to get my attention. You know what I mean? And it's, guys, I'm telling you, these things, all this doing is making me uh, be able to monetize these situations. So everything I learn, I pass on to you. Everything I learn, I pass on to you. So they're giving me an honorary JD. This is why there was an attorney here that said they're the only one that can tell you this. I beg to differ. I know way more than some attorneys because they never jump in the court as much as I've been to court. I've been to court more than attorneys have been to a court. Okay, right? I've been to court more than attorneys have been to court. So it is one of those things that, that guys don't understand. And I'm here to tell you, right? Let me see here. I'm hiding a malcontent. I'm here to tell you that this is what it is. This knowledge is what I get back to you. And they threaten me like crazy. They threaten me like crazy about not telling you this. They're like, you ain't supposed to be talking. <laughs> All right, anybody, anybody want to disagree with what I'm talking about? By the way, if you're a woman, this is why I don't respect any woman that comes in here with their bullshit. Well, they love and it's about this. No, it ain't. It ain't about none of that, guys. It ain't about love. In fact, let me just say this and I'll get to the super chats. I've been to court for 10 years straight. I've never heard the word love one time. I'm going to tell you this. I've never heard the word love in any court proceeding in 10 years. I've never heard an attorney say love. I never heard one ask, did you love her? Why you don't love her? Does she love you? I've never heard a bailiff, a court clerk, a damn, the typewriter chick, the judge, a mediator. I haven't heard one. What it is, is business. When you go up in there, it's all business. It's money, financial documents, legal paperwork, service, demand for productions, child support, custody, uh, uh, counselors, therapists <laughs> that's what's in there handcuffs uh contempt of court threatening pro se legal team this matter that's what's going on in there ain't no love up in there and you know what else ain't up in there god there ain't no God in there either. There's no most high, there's no Allah, there's no Torah, there's no Bible. You don't swear on the Bible. You swear through the authority of the state. There's no God. There's no Jesus. Nobody in there but that business and that paperwork. That's what's up in there. <laughs> right? Just to let you know. So any of that bullshit about love and God 
ain't going to be up in there. Just to let you know. It means zero. Your pastor ain't going to be in there. The man who married you, the reading rainbow ain't going to be in there. Ain't none of that shit going to be in there. It's all about one damn thing. The devil going to be up in that mother sucker. The devil presides over there. Ain't no love or God in marriage. I told Hafiz this and he begged to differ. But God and love does not exist in marriage. It has no rendering, no nothing. You can pray to him, but you'll be more likely to pray to the judge than you pray to God. Because the God can't do nothing. That judge got all the authority. <laughs> Love me, love means nothing when it comes to the end of this bullshit. Yo, shout out to, uh, shout out to the angry little dude says, pay your tuition, you clowns. Thanks, coach. Crazy work ethic. Play your tuition. I'm giving y'all game on top of game. Oh, and your dating coach can't help you either. Shout out to Cesar Ramirez in the building. Yep, your PUA and game and dating coach, none of that shit gonna help you. Zero. Somebody said, I was told that 100,000K I lost. She spent it all. Oh, by the way, yes, she's going to spend up any monies that get handed. This is a transfer of wealth. It gets handed from her, from you to her, and they blow it. The court never checks. Hey, what would you do with that money? They never check. And then when she blows it, she brings you back in the court. <laughs> Your case doesn't close. The only thing that closes your case is your children age out. The case is forever open. Or she's on lifetime alimony. Michael says, Coach, I decided to put my son's mother on child support even though I know I'm not going to get nothing and she hasn't seen the child um, for months. But I heard that once I do, I do this, I can get off child support i'm paying for my two oldest kids and that could be six hundred dollars a month back in my pocket take her back yes take her back at least the least you can do is get off the six hundred dollars okay and you don't have to put her on child support so what you can do is say hey the kids are with me the majority of the time she's not there anymore you can get off the child support now the reason why i would say do not get on the child support is because Let's just say you you have um you know um a case where if she shows back up, a judge can give her 50-50 custody. If that happens, then you can get put back on child support because you have a case open. I would close the goddamn case. I would just say, I don't want nothing from her. Take off the 600 bucks. Or you can possibly get it reimbursed, or there's a there's a thing you can do to get it back dated to what you owed. And if she was on child support, then it would just get back. Put on there if you're in arrears. But I would just get off. But some people say make her pay, which is good. But yeah, that means then your financial documents would need to be disclosed. Because if then if you let's just say you have financial documents that you don't want. The, th the thing about these businesses. Uh, child support or any courts is that you're giving voluntarily giving your paperwork over. Uh, one of the things that they'll do is make you self-snitch or provide evidence against you, which is against constitutional law, but that's neither here nor there. You can't testify against yourself. 
I mean, you can, but most people won't. But they want you to testify against yourself with paperwork. With that being said, once they have your paperwork and you volunteered it over, they're essentially use it against you. They never look at it and go, well, thanks for giving me this evidence. However, we're not going to use it against you. That's not how it works. They get your information, you volunteer it over, and then they hang you with it. <laughs> so, right? They don't give you a, a 10% deal off if you turn the paperwork over or whatever they think they're looking for. So if there's an underground business, a tunnel that you own, a house of property, some uh, money in your mama's name, they basically just hang you with your own evidence. I mean, I don't think there's any court other than the family court that does such a thing, right? That will tell you and force you to hand over evidence and then you hand it over and they shoot you with it. I mean... you know it's kind of like making good deal with the devil like wow well thank you you know what i mean glad i was honest and forthcoming i didn't get any points for it (laughs) right uh anyway i'm giving y'all info that most of y'all don't have but you should be thanking me for it shout out to oh we got some brothers over here shot x says coat uh I read a super chat earlier and said it was, oh, okay, it wasn't you. It was another Shaw. Okay, shout out to you. Our names are similar, but I'm a FBA, but not a pro-wack. LOL, shout out to you. Okay, I mixed you guys up. Okay, Sucker for Love Ninja says, Coach, over here, hating on all us Sucker for Love Ninjas, indeed. Bronx King says, the mothers who alienate fathers that want to be in their lives, the the kids' lives, will be a child forever and can keep them hostage. Yes. The mothers who alienate fathers that want to be in the life act like the child will be a child forever and keep them hostage. That's what you said. And that is true. Uh, But, you know, um, like one of the main reasons that I don't have much fear here is my kids are too old. I'm like, they about to be adults. This shit can't go on forever. You don't got that much time. Now, if my kids were five, I would be like, shit, I got 10 years of child support. Like, she fighting for a year and a half of child support. A year and a half. I'm like, (laughs) I'm going to fight against it, but it's somewhat sad. It's more of an indictment on her position because once they become adults, now what? But the kids are not, the kids will grow out of it. If the alienation is significant, you will lose the child. But that's why you make another one just like the other one. Or you just move on with it. Because alienation is serious, and we will actually have showed you data that mothers commit alienation far more than fathers. But fathers will be more likely to be punished by any type of alienation because laws. Um, But yeah, uh, sad situation there. But once the child turns to adult or becomes aware, then I often say for the mothers who are listening, you're essentially trading 50 years for two. You're trading um, 50 years for two. So you might get two years of custody, but you're going to lose your child for 50 because that kid is either going to leave both parents which most kids normally do in these situations, or they'll side with one. You're risking the child 
becoming aware and siding with the other parent and getting out of their emotional terrorism. Now you don't have the child for 50 years. Now, I hope the little money that you get is worth it. But because women are panicky and they fail to plan financially, they don't see it that way. And women don't have foresight typically. They don't have vision. So they don't see that trade-off. And most of the time, they're dealing in scarcity or they're dealing in fear. So we have to understand that women that do take women to men to court are fearful. They are bitter, but they're also feel fearful because, well, let's just say what it is. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Right, and so if you do something like that, and you're trying to get a couple of years of custody until your kids are adults, then when they become adults, the problem is they might hate you forever. Now, people do give a little more sympathy to mothers than fathers, so it's not going to be that much of a hate. But, yeah, you're risking that type of loss. You're risking that type of loss. All right. And you're, they will never forget. And most likely, most kids just abandon both parents. So fathers are like, well, I'll get my kid back. Probably not. The kid will probably get away from both of you crazy asses. And that's normally what will happen. So this is why you have young women coming to see me for a little Damn bit. of, daddy. And then you ask them about their family. And then it's normally this bullshit. So the kid just gets far away from both of the parents. Like, I don't want to deal with none of y'all bullshit. But yeah, this is the last hurrah. This explains where she are. Women are panicky. They get in desperate need and they also, you know, want to save face. They don't want to act like they need you or they don't want to act like they need to ask you for the money. So they do these despicable things that are not in the best interest of the child. So then what happens is they lose the child for a long time. Once the child becomes an adult. All right. It's, it's sad. It's sad. Uh, anyway. Uh, shout out to our brother Terrence B says, how soon till full-blown all-out World War III? Well, we're in it. New, 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 <laughs> new world order. I mean, how, what, what would you need to see more to confirm a World War III? Ninja, they shooting bombs over the Red Sea. You got Ukraine going, Liddy. Sweden's buckling down. It's, we're here. Like, what, what would be, what more would you need to see? <laughs> what do you need, a declaration? We're declaring war. We're already in it. You got Israel bombing Gaza Strip. That the war started. <laughs> All right, where we at here? New, 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 new world. What do you need? Winston Churchill to come out with a scroll and say we declare war against that. We're doing it. New, 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 new world order. All right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we're doing it already. Shout out to Terrence B. I appreciate you. All right. All we need is China to get jumpy and froggy. All right. Once China gets froggy, I guess we're in it. <laughs> All right. Here we go. But here we go right here. All right. He says, you got U.S. warship. Yep, pull it. Hey, we're doing it. We need Taiwan to ask for help. I suppose that would be the next draw. Uh, anyway. Uh, let's see here. Anastasia boss says four years ago, I worked with a COVID travel nurse who went from making $1,000 a week to a new rate of 10 to $12,000 a week. And his ex Greg's, I don't know what that means. I think you said his ex something, his ass to court. 
I think you meant drags. Let me see if you made a correction there. You didn't. But you said his ex dragged his ass to court a week after he had his daughter over. Guys, there you go right there. So he was making $1,000 a week. He went to make ten dollars to $12,000 a week, and the ex dragged him to court. Gentlemen, having kids, be careful. It happens. So he literally just upped his income, and the ex was on it. Uh, yeah, it happens that way. Uh, I will tell men, don't be afraid to live your life because a lot of guys will say, oh, he was dumb. He probably bought a new car and bought a house. Yeah, Ninja, it's my life. I can do what I want to do, and I'm not going to let and live in fear of a woman. I will never live in fear of a woman. But, um, yeah, it, shit happens like that. Yeah, <laughs> all right, it happens like that. Never live in fear, man. Go live your life. But, yeah, man, if you have kids, that's part of the equation, guys. JC uh, said, and by the way, you know who probably told? The daughter. The daughter told. So that's kind of how it happens. But, yeah, don't live in fear of these people, man. Somebody said, how did she find out the daughter? He probably said to his daughter, hey, baby, let's go celebrate. I got a promotion. (laughs) And daughter went right back, told mama. Yeah. Oh, by the way, oh, one more thing. Can I tell you this? Let me tell you this. When I worked in real estate, when I worked in real estate and I was on child support, um, I used to get, because the real estate required a state license. And if you require a state license, I don't know if you know, child support also is a state agency. It's a state government agency that steals money from men. And gives it back to the, they get matching funds from the federal government. And then somehow the judges get a retirement fund set up and established and so forth and so on. But since they're state agencies, the child support gets a notification anytime I changed uh, real estate offices. So I would be working for, let's just say, Remax. I work for Remax. I take my license and I I stick it with Remax. Then I stop working for Remax and I work for Realty One. I switch over to Realty One. Well, as soon as I switch over, child support sends a letter to me. Says, we're aware that you made a move from this company to that company. This is why I'm here to tell you this stuff. I've seen some wild shit. And I used to call this child support fan mail. I'm like, why would they do that? Maybe to notify you of some privacy shit or to intimidate you. But that's bullshit. So they notify you to say we are aware you moved offices and we're going to watch and track what you make at that office. At that particular point, I said, fuck real estate. I was like, fuck real estate. I was like, they, oh, they watching me. And so they're basically like, we watching what you do, how many houses you sell, how many leases you buy. I was like, "Uh uh-uh. I said, I'm going to make my money all by my lonely. (laughs) All right. So for anybody that want to know why I got out of uh, 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 real estate, that that was why. When I got, I got two letters like that. I was like, "Mm mm-mm. Them ninjas, they about to watch my monkey ass. 
So you're under their thumb. They basically like, you know, we watching you, bitch ass ninja. <laughs> I was like, oh, hell no. I was like, F all that, ninja. F all them selling them houses. All right, shout out to JC said, Coach, I just ordered my Lions 2023 Super Bowl championship hat. Oh. oh, by the way, same thing if you were a doctor, if you were a lawyer, you're going to get the same letter. You leave one law firm and go to another because you have a state, state um, you, you for the state bar, they're going to tell you, oh, it looks like you left this law firm and you're now employed by this law firm. It doesn't matter if you're a doctor, you leave this hospital. Oh, you're not working for this hospital? Looks like you're, you're going to get the same letter. Yep, watching you like a hawk, scavenging you, and, and basically telling you, yeah. Somebody said, pay her direct. <laughs> yeah, he says, pay her direct then. Guys, <laughs> I appreciate you, Jeff. Guys, they don't want you to pay her direct. Right. Because in essence, if you don't pay her directly, let's just say, because most people have child support arrears. So that means you owe her money. That means you haven't been paying her for one reason or the other. You can't keep up with the payments. They stack the arrears against you. So she's not trusting. She, she doesn't trust you to pay her directly. That's number one. Number two, it's not in your best interest to pay her directly because now you got to have a paper trail. Because then she can come in there and say, I never got paid. And that happened to Eddie Curry, basketball player. He paid her millions of dollars in child support. And paper trail over 10 years is hard to keep up to, especially when you got cash apps and you close an account and you got money order and checks and receipts. You're not going to keep up. Men typically don't do well at keeping up. So then when she says he hasn't paid me in 10 years, boom. Now you're out. Now you got to repay her. That's number two. Number three, the government got to get the, co- the cut. The government got to get the cut. So by going to child support, she's unaware of it and she doesn't care. The government is going to get a cut of that child support. So the government gets the federal government to match any fund dollar for dollar that you pay. Every dollar you pay, the government of the United States through the Title 4D of the Social Security, Social Security Administration matches and gives the state an automatic copy of what you paid to her. So the government gets their cut. And then their portion of that goes to fund the child support welfare agents, meaning the people who work for child support. They got to get paid too. They got to get paid too. Then the judges get a retirement fund kickback. So they need her to drag you there and they need to stick you for your paper as much as they can. Or <laughs> I'm just letting you know, paying her directly is a no go. She ain't going to want it. And it gives her a sense of control to force you to pay. Because if you don't pay, then she can throw you in jail. Who just, what athlete just got thrown in jail? There was a guy that just got thrown in jail for some, Oh, it was, um, it was Darius McCrary. It was Darius McCrary. He's an actor. He was on the TV show Family Matters. So he just got thrown in jail. And I'm pretty sure his, them kids are old. Like the kids are probably teenagers. So it's a system. It's a system. Eddie Winslow. Yeah, he paid Eddie Winslow. All right. Um. 
<laughs> but again, a lot of, not a lot of people watch all my streams. So yeah, people are just finding this out. Jay Rago says, I paid $5,500 for retainer and petition and no guarantee you're going to get at least 50-50 custody. And that's a fact. By the way, when you pay an attorney, what are you paying them for? Let's see if you got that. And I'll give you options. When you pay an attorney, what do you pay them for? To win, to get what you want, to, to ramshackle your opponent, or to represent you? What are you paying them for? Yeah. <laughs> to scare the shit out of your opponent, to win, to get the best possible deal for you, or to represent you. You're paying them only to represent you. Okay. That's all they're paid for. They're not paid to win. They're not paid to get you a good deal. They're not paid to scare the shit out of your opponent. They're not paid to intimidate them. They're only paid to represent you. That's the only thing you're paying them for. Meaning they're going to get paid regardless. And might I add, more likely than not, whatever that retainer was, they're going to run through that retainer quickly. And they're going to ask you for another set of retainer. You're probably going to pay three or four pieces of retainer. And that's compared, that's depending on who your opponent is. So I'm going to just tell you this. If they say, here's the retainer amount at the end of the trial, we're going to give you back whatever is left of your initial retainer because it's held in trust. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. You ain't getting none of that money back. That money is going to get swooped up in emails, phone calls, filing fees, appearances, hearing appearances. You ain't getting none of that initial retainer back, Ninja. That's just... That would be like me just uh, giving you a piece of chicken and the chicken tastes good. Are you going to walk away? No. You're going to be like, can I get another piece of chicken? <laughs> right? Then you're going to get hit with another retainer. Right? By the time you get done, you're going to have to put down, plunk down uh, a couple of trust payments. <laughs> you ain't getting none of that damn retainer back. All right, just to let you know, did you? They they like, oh, you paid up some, you paid up a full retainer. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, we need some more retainer. <laughs> All right, please. All right, shout out to Gary Junior. Says I got to get through these. Says, do women really love you if they're capable of this? They're guys. They do not. They do guys. Women don't love you, man. I'm here to tell you. They might think they love you, but they don't. If they're doing this to you. Is this love? Guys, what is the opposite of love? We're told that the opposite of love is um, indifference. Now, if the woman's hell-bent or hate you, she didn't love you in the first place. She was attached to you. The love was gone a long time ago. So by the time they're doing stuff like Jeannie Mai, she wasn't in love with him. She was attached to him. 
and she became attached to him. The opposite of love is indifference. You can't love a person and then hate a person. You should not go to that length. So if this is what they're doing, they didn't have love. All right, they, they didn't have love. They fooled your monkey ass. All right, JC says, I had to pay a $10,000 retainer because my case was international. I went to court for 25 minutes. As we were walking, they handed me a bill for another $3,000. There you go. So I was just talking about that. JC had already um, sent that. Okay, so there it is. He paid a $10,000 retainer. He walked to court, and they hit his ass with another three. In fact, I'm going to tell you, that's a tactic that lawyers um, let, let lawyers use, that whenever your hearing's about to come back up, because it takes weeks for a hearing and you hired them, whenever your hearing's about to come back up, they're going to bill you. <laughs> so, uh, because in theory, in theory, I'm giving y'all so much information, not even the lead attorney will tell you this information. But time-wise, they know that in order for, for them to make an appearance, it's going to take a couple of hours. If you take their, if you take their, um, if you take their hourly fee plus two, three, maybe four hours of appearance that they're not working on another case, but they're going to charge you for three, four hours of appearance. That's $600 times, let's just say four. That's $2,400. Your, your retainer is $5,000. they have already used a lot of that going up to the hearing, like leading up to the hearing. So you only got like $1,000 in trust, but they need $2,400. To show. So as soon as you about to show up, they're going to be like, oh, we need, a, we need a payment before the hearing date. It's all, dude, it's almost automatic. You can almost guarantee. You can almost guarantee. And if you don't do it, I've been in a situation like this. If you say, I ain't got it. I did that to an attorney once. I was like, I don't have it. You know what they did? They filed to not represent me. I got a, lo- I got a notice in the mail and it said, Basically, they filed a, a document saying they don't represent me no more. <laughs> and, dude, the hearing was like in a couple of days. So they served me. I think, no, they didn't send me a letter. They served me. They served me. My own attorneys served me to say they don't represent me no more. And the hearing's in days. I was like, what? So, dude, I know so much information about this system this system is not about kids they're using the kids this is not about the best interest of the kids you can forget that bullshit yep they dropped me they don't work for free and they don't give free information yep i had to go pro se or you pay up i don't know what to tell you guys I don't know what to tell you, but I'm giving y'all some info that nobody has. The reason why is because they keep dragging me in it and they don't think I'm going to be on the internet telling y'all niggas, but I will. <laughs> All right. I'm going to tell y'all how it works. It's pure evil. It's pure evil. <laughs> All right. Get the like button hit. Uh, see, something says, when you're in New York town, don't forget to catch up with Cesar Adamez from the Dominican Republic. I'm on Dickman Street. Pause in New York. We're going to call it Dwickman. 
Somebody says, so marriage with the church and not papers is the best choice. <laughs> you guys don't get it. You guys don't get it. It don't matter who you marry with. You can have a damn hot coal. You can dance on a ceremony on hot coals in Australia. You're going to need a marriage license from your state. If you do all of this, no marriage license bullshit, you just hope that this woman doesn't contest that. If she runs up in the family court and say, we were living together for seven years, common law, and we were together, we had two babies. <laughs> You're going to family law court. I don't give a shit if it's with the church. That's what it used to be, by the way. That's what it used to be. It used to be just between you and the church, and then you just sign up on that's but guys, I don't care what you do. It's all state license. Don't get stupid out here, guys. Meaning that you guys are trying to find a way around this. Stop. There's no way around it. It don't matter where you marry, who marries you, if God, your pastor, your father, if you jump the broom, if you get married in your backyard. <laughs> all right. Jay James says, Coach, sorry, a bit late. I believe it will be the Ravens and the Lions in Vegas. P.S. Please let us know when you have your betting podcast, hashtag winning bets. We're going to be on in about an hour. We're going to be on in about an hour. All right, Brown through a no. Shout out to you. Abel returns to Eden, says, vasectomy, 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 hashtag going monk. Going monk. Guys, they already beat y'all. By the way, any strategy that you ask me about legally, like you're like, hey, what do I do if I'm doing child support? What if I do, what do I do when I go to court? Any strategy that I give you, literally they got a defense for. They're ready for you. They're ready for you when you walk in the door. It's their business. You think they're going to try to just get in here and get finessed? Like you're just going to hit them with something and they're going to be like, oh, damn, we didn't see that coming. In fact, all day long, they see ninjas in there trying to do strategies on them. All day long. You think they're going to be so dumb as to get caught off guard? These people went to law school, been in there practicing law for 50, 11 years, and you think your dumb ass with zero courtroom experience is going to walk in there and finesse the shit out of them. <laughs> they got y'all ass by the short hairs. They know everything you're going to do, everything you're going to say. Even you YouTube attorneys, you go in there and you tell them this. And then you get rid of your, you get rid of your government name. And then you apply. I heard it all, Ninja. I heard it all. And then you go sovereign. And then you get rid of your government name. Detach yourself from the Social Security. And then uh, give up your allegiance to American government. <laughs> Y'all be in there doing all that shit. You can do all that if you want. Just know that there's steep, steep repercussions on the outside of that courtroom when you do that. That might get you out of child support for a temporary time, but 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 uh, becoming sovereign and then giving up your driver's license and then not stopping at red lights just so you don't have to pay child support and then going on there and telling them their maritime law don't apply to your government entity. Okay, you can do that if you want. You better have a mouthpiece like crazy. When you go in there and you better have a rebuttal because they're going to challenge you on every one of these points because they heard it before. They took 511 classes on you sovereign ass ninjas and you trying to disassociate yourself from your corporate entity. They've been ready for your ass. 
No more bank account for your monkey ass. No, no, no nothing. So you might win in the court, but when you walk outside and you ain't got no driver's license. Okay. And you get pulled over by the police. And then you got to explain every time you get pulled over why you ain't got no bank account and no ID. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. Every time you get pulled over driving with no license plate on the back of your car, you got to explain why you sovereign. All right. All that to not pay no child support. I see. All right. Shout out to Michael R says the crazy part is she gave up her rights to the state. Oh, there we go. Which is how I got custody of my child because the state took my child from her. And I was, I think you meant it was the second time. And that's how I got rewarded custody. Wow. So she just basically said, I'm, I'm done. No more kids for me. Wiz or Wise L says, women understand how much having child support, full custody. How, women understand how much having full custody paralyzes their dating lives, which is weird. Yeah. I mean, they, they, want date, they want a date, but then they want to have full custody. Okay. Matthew G says, first and last name in edutainment. Shout out to you. This is it. This is a. This is a stellar class, by the way. All right, and I think that's it for today. Appreciate y'all for being here. Hit the like button on the way out. Sorry for all the yip-yap. Join me on the sports channel in less than an hour. CGA Got Game is the channel. And we out of here, brothers. Peace.